Monty Show, the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find the Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? Happy Wednesday already. Let's hump it up. That probably came out wrong. Uh, pleasure to be with you on the Monty Show. As always, we are presented by the Advocates, the very best injuries or injury attorneys in the business. The Advocates, theadvocates.com, where you never pay the advocates until they win your case. Car accident, bike accident, you got hurt at work. You didn't deserve to get in that accident. You didn't deserve to get hurt at work, but you do deserve an advocate. Theadvocates.com. Make sure you tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show when you chat with an attorney live online for free at theadvocates.com. As always, we have a lot going on on the show today, the least of which is not the Utah Grizzlies opening up the uh, ECHL playoffs tonight right here at Maverick Center against... Jesus, easy. (laughs) Against the uh, Idaho Steelheads. Game uh, three is tonight. The Grizzlies are up 2-0 in that series. Uh, That's a big one. Sometimes you just come out like so aggressive. It's a a hockey horn. What do you mean? A little pee came out for crying out loud. Your headphones are too loud. I don't know what to tell you, man. Good Lord. Take it easy, Wade. Okay. Anyway, uh, the Utah Grizzlies... Uh, Play tonight. Uh, Make sure to come out to the Maverick Center. And if you do, stop by the studio, say hello. Um, And without further ado, here on the program, as the Pac-12 turns, we have exclusive details for you today on the show about what's going on with the Pac-12. You know, yesterday we did a deep dive into, you know, how Apple TV works and, and, you know, how much assimilation there is with Apple TV and the the sports universe, and very clearly that was not a lot. Uh, it caused us to do some digging. We, we reached out to TV industry sources, um, and we were able to, to really mine some information from sources very close to the situation that say four Pac-12 presidents have expressed significant dissent when it comes to Apple TV being the sole distribution partner for the uh, Pac-12 conference. And the issue here very clearly is there's money to be had at Apple, but the question is, are Pac-12 presidents on board with a exclusive deal, which means no other distribution channels, no ESPN, no Fox, nobody else, just Apple TV a la MLS soccer, Our Pac-12 presidents on board with that. We have told you for months and months and months that we know that several are not. And now we have been able to, through sources in the TV industry, confirm that the holdup with the Pac-12 and a TV deal is that they can't get on the same page about how much of this deal can be streaming. And we were told today that four presidents in the Pac-12 are not on board with streaming as the sole I, and what would be the word channel of distribution for the for the conference? And I have to say, we've heard this now for months. This isn't something that's new today, but it is rather shocking that still, after going on seven months now, this conference has not been able to get on the same page as to whether or not 
streaming is the right avenue to distribute their content. And I'm not just talking about football. I'm talking about all Pac-12 sports. And there was some belief, by the way, I also found out today, there was some belief that Apple TV was going to buy um, you know, the, the assets of Pac-12 networks. We're told that's absolutely not the case, that Apple TV is not in negotiations to buy, quote-unquote, lock, stock, and barrel the assets of the Pac-12 network. But this is a really interesting turn of events because we're going to tell you here in about five minutes who these four schools are that we have been hearing about. But Jake, I don't know how you fix this because it's been six months at a minimum that this conversation inside the conference has been going on and they are still not on the same page. Yeah, and if you're not on the same page after six months, I don't know when you're going to get on the same page. And, and I think the trouble is, like we've talked about so many times, it, the trouble is, is that there's just not a lot of options. There's not a lot of ways out. There's not a lot of ways to build the yellow brick road to security and reliability in the conference. And I look at this situation with uh, you know several presidents not being uh, okay with Apple being a tier one you know sole distribution partner. And I think that's 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 an issue for a number of reasons, most of which obviously is that Apple has money. Apple wants to actually pay you, unlike so many others who don't, and you don't want Apple. And the problem is, is you're not really in a position to not want Apple. And the thing, the thing that's so problematic with it is Apple is not yet on the forefront of streaming sports. Yes, you do have the MLS deal, 100%, and by all accounts that that... That product has gotten better as the season's gone on. We've heard from multiple listeners, listeners on the on the showroom here. We've heard from industry sources. Like everybody has said, hey, the product has improved. But I don't think that makes Apple TV the king of sports streaming. I don't no. think that makes Apple TV the go-to when you want to see this sporting event or that sporting event. And I think that's what's tough. So for the Pac-12, it's really a proposition of, hey, do we want to be a trendsetter and do we want to kind of change the fortunes of Apple TV or at least try to by allowing them to be our dis our sole distribution partner? Or are we in a position where we're still trying to get $9 million from ESPN or we're still trying to get this from Fox or that from CBS or hell, even that from NBC, even though their CEO was, was you know fired the other day for inappropriate sexual behavior in the workplace. So that's why I say for the Pac-12, there's just not a lot of options. And that's why I say I think that they have to embrace streaming more. And I've always maintained that you could go all in on streaming, and I think you could be successful. I just think it's the unpaved road for you. In their like, in their eyes, it's it's a it's a it's a un, it's uncharted water. The the road is not yet built. Yeah. Like it's us doing something that's never been done. And where I say, hey, that's an opportunity, they say, hey, that's a hurdle. And I think that is the major difference between the Pac-12 and, and, and the Big 12 and some of these other conferences. Well, I, I think it comes down to what we talk about so much in life, which is, you know, faith is believing in the unseen. And right. I think when, when you are the Pac-12, you have a very, and I want to be kind, but the truth is you have a very old leadership group you have presidents that are not young folks. And I think that's a huge problem here because my guess is a lot of these presidents from, as it's been described to us, want the nameplate. And they don't view Apple as the nameplate. They view Amazon as a nameplate, which is why I think you heard so much about Amazon Prime Video. 
out of the gate very early in this process. And yeah. now you've heard a lot less because I think now, as we first reported on the show, we all know Apple is only interested in a Friday night game of the week. That's, or excuse me, Amazon is only interested in a Friday night game of the week. I think we told you that back in November. Amazon was never in for tier one, all in. That was never where Amazon was going. And the pulse that we get from Amazon is they're really just trying to figure out what sports is going to look like for them. They're trying to figure out how much and how far and how deep into sports are they going to go at Amazon. Amazon doesn't know that. The Pac-12 clearly doesn't know that. And now you're in a situation where you have presidents in this league, as it, as it was described to us, that frankly do not want to do a deal that doesn't include ESPN and ABC. Mm -hmm. And it again goes back to this idea that Pac-12 presidents, and, and, and I don't know what's the right way to say it, Pac-12 presidents are very, are very stuck in their ways. They're not people that want to look forward and say, yeah, let's be trendsetters. Because I think they know that they are on the verge of, of disintegration. Because if you get the deal that we've all heard about, which is $22 million a year um, per school, that's not a deal that, that many schools are going to stick around for. Right. So if you can't get streaming and ESPN in some form or fashion, I think you're in real trouble. But our TV sources told us straight away, ESPN and Apple TV are not fast friends that that would be a complicated deal. It would not be impossible, but it is not likely that Apple TV and ESPN are in bed together on something. It is a very different situation than ESPN and Amazon, who I think would work quite well together as it's been described to us. Apple does not share well. They do not play well with others. And I think it puts the Pac-12 into this situation where they're kind of in no man's land here because they're not confident enough to do things that are uncomfortable for them as a group, and I think when you look at these these presidents, there's a reason for that. One, they're all academias. They're all they're all big brain people that run institutions. They're administrators. They are not scientists. They are not engineers. They are not innovators. They are people <coughs> who read profit and loss sheets, and they want a bigger number on the P&L than they're currently being offered. And I think that's a huge problem because if you're not willing to get outside of your comfort zone, and if you are only willing to do what you've always done, you're going to get the same result you've always gotten. And that is exactly where the Pac-12 is at. It's not where the Big Ten is at. It's certainly not where Brett Yormark and the Big 12 are at. Those two conferences specifically are innovators. They're doing things that are non-traditional to make themselves new money. And the question is, how long will it be before the Pac-12 gets on board with that way of thinking? And the answer is, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because it does not seem like that's something that's going to happen quickly. Well, and every day that goes by, your opportunity gets smaller and smaller to survive. I mean, that's the... It does. It, it, it very much does. And that's why I've always used the analogy or the concept of like the Pac-12 is bleeding out here because they are bleeding out. Like every day that you, that goes by that you don't have a TV deal, you're slowly but surely losing the blood of your conference. And I think that's what's really tough is like, you're right. The leadership in the Pac-12 is older. And the older demographic in this country uh, is not yet a demographic that is real comfortable with streaming and real comfortable with anything not involving a TV. And I think that's the tough part. Like, boomers are just not comfortable with technology the way... Even the way Gen X is. Gen X is, is quite comfortable with technology. Yeah, I and would then, agree with that. 
and then millennials down uh, are, are obviously the streaming generation. So it's like for the Pac-12, you're like one generation too early from really dominating streaming, and you aren't willing to to make the jump. And, I, and what's fascinating to me is it, it's not even that I feel like the presidents don't like streaming. I feel like they just don't have a vision for streaming. Like, like Pac-12 presidents have a vision for how they would do a number of different things for their for their school, obviously, and all the things that they're responsible for. But when it comes to the streaming thing, they have a real tough time understanding, like, okay, Jimmy in his dorm room is gonna stream how exactly or how does that work? Or yeah, like, they don't they like, don't I think they like they don't have a vision for it. Yeah. And I, I think empathy to the end user is is something that's tough to to describe if 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 it's not what you're comfortable at. So yeah. I think this is a this is a really important period. The next week to 10 days, I think is gonna be really important because if we don't start hearing and we don't start seeing these presidents getting together, I think there's a real chance that this conference goes into, into a window where we could actually see them lose membership. Because I don't believe right now today Based on the conversations I've had with people, I do not believe right now today anybody is close to jumping ship. I, I just don't. Mm -hmm. That's not the sense I get. That's not in talking to people. That's not where I feel like these presidents are at. That is coming. And if if we get to, I, I, I honest to goodness, if we get to the second week of May, if if we roll around here and we're in a situation where you know, I mean, a, a week from, you know, a week from now, it's going to be the 3rd of May. I think if we get to, if we get to May, May 8th, May 12th, and there is not significant movement, if they have not gotten significant new data and information, if Pac-12 presidents by that second week of May have not moved pretty dang close to a grant of rights. Yeah. I think that's when you're going to start to see things will get sh shook up because everybody keeps going with this July 1st date. That date is meaningless. That date means absolutely nothing. They are under contract for the next year and two months. It means absolutely nothing. What I'm telling you is I think you have a bunch of these presidents that are committed to this conference. And I think you have three, four, five of them that are sitting on the fence. And I think right now, they're not going to say anything. But I think within the next week to 10 days, that's when you're going to start seeing people get uncomfortable. Because notice what we have not had lately. We have not had press conferences. We have not had interviews. We have not had, hey, Dennis Dodd at CBS or John Wilner or... Um. You're not hearing Stuart Mandel having long involved conversations with presidents on the record. Yeah. Because it does not benefit them. But what you are having, and we've been told this, and we've reported this consistently, the back channel conversations are ugly. There are some of these presidents who are just diametrically opposed to one another. There are some of these presidents that are, you know, President Randall, Taylor Randall at Utah has been nothing short of, of an integral part of calming the winds and the fires in, in the, in the PAC 12. 
I think he has done from what it was described to me, he has done a very, very important piece of business of calming people down. Mm -hmm. Hey, let's just wait. We gave this guy a job to do. Let's let him do it. And then if he comes back and the job's not done or not done well, then we can have new conversations. Well, I think that job not done or not done well or done very well will happen in the next week to 10 days. And if it's not completed or if they're not, again, not to be redundant, but if they're not moved significantly closer to a grant of rights, you're going to start seeing people get incredibly nervous because what they do not want in the Pac-12 is to kick off this football season and not have direction and not have a TV deal or not have a new conference or you not know. have a new home or a path for next yeah. season because it's not an option to go into October, November, December, 2024 and not have any idea where you're going or what you're doing. That's just not going to cut it. I believe firmly that this, we will get 100% clarity by the time, really by the time fall camp opens up. Yeah. Because I just don't think these presidents are willing to sit and wait. They're just not. I'll tell you who those four presidents are coming up after we talk about Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monty Show. And I'm so excited today because I went to uh, Ryan Gardner, the president, CEO, the founder, the big dog at Bucked Up. And I said, listen, my guys on the show have been asking me a whole lot about Buckshot, um, which is one of the newer products from Bucked Up that has really taken off. People are super excited about it. And Buckshot is that, that little energy supplement that you take to give you all day clean, long-lasting energy. That's what Buckshot is all about. It allows you to focus. It allows you to be more productive. It allows you to have that productivity that's not stressed where you're tired or your eyes hurt or your mind's not focused. It gives you a better attitude. It gives you a better mood. It uplifts you for all day, long-lasting, clean energy. Buckshot from Bucked Up. You want to try it? Well, how about we give it to you free? In the description below on this YouTube show, and if you're listening uh, to our audio podcast, hook it up. It's in the description below. It says free samples of Buckshot. You get not three, not four, six free samples of Buckshot. Your flavor choice. Knock it down, whatever you want. Hook it up. Try it out. That's the hookup you get on the Monty Show. From our friend, Bucked Up is, is one of our favorite partners. Yes. Because they do stuff like this. They never ask you to spend money. They don't want you to take their word for it. They want you to try it because they know the product is phenomenal. Get in the description of this show below. Click on the link that says free samples. They'll send them right to your front door. Buckshot from Bucked Up. By the way, by the way, thank you, Ken yeah. Williams. Yeah. Thank you, all of the Riley O'Brien, who said, hey, Monty, we've got the bucked up Miami back in stock. Yes! Mm -mm -mm. My goodness. Let's go. An ice cold can of bucked up Miami will set you straight. All right, real quick, I want to acknowledge uh, our big tippers today. Steven Smith gives us a $20 tip to say, does having the Pac-12 presidents thinking that they only want ESPN to be part of the deal and no major streaming, meaning they will get the deal of 22 million or less because of this stance. I disagree. It has been described to us repeatedly that 
the majority of presidents in this conference believe streaming is a valuable part of their next deal. But the majority of presidents in this league also don't want to sign a deal that does not include ESPN. Their concern is relevance, reach, Mm -hmm. the ability to leverage their content moving forward. And the issue has been that for so long, your content on Pac-12 networks has been quite literally meaningless. You have not been able to monetize it. You have not been able to leverage it. And now you're in this situation where you're about to sign a new deal that I'm told is five years. This The idea of a 10-year deal, I, I think we've been pretty yeah. consistent with this. Nobody yeah. is is going to sign a 10-year deal. Well, and you have uh, uh, Chancellor uh, DeFestano up at, uh, Colorado, at Colorado That's right, talking about how you know he doesn't want to see a 12-year deal. He wants to see you know a five-year deal. Because ultimately, that this last deal, the deal that's expiring now, was a well, I think a twelve-year deal, and everyone, in his opinion, went past them technologically speaking. And but so, Jake, that can't be his opinion because that would validate the things we've been reporting for five months. So I think this is a made. I, we're YouTube hacks, though. So that's we're just the hacks you on know. YouTube. Of this is inaccurate. You know, we've been telling you since I think October. That it's it's a that they want a five year deal because they want to be able to renew and grow that deal down the line. Yeah. Um. But so I, I don't I just Stephen I don't I'm not saying you're wrong. I it's just not what I've heard. Yeah. It's just not what I've heard at all. Um. The hero seventy five. My friend is convinced that someone in the pack will jump this week. He believes the schools want to hide the news during the draft. I think he's an idiot. Who thinks news like that can be hidden? (laughs) Well, what I would say is, first of all, I think Friday night at like 10 p.m. Pacific time is when people hide news. Yeah. I think when you look at where these guys are now, Hero, I don't think they jump this week because I think they are much like Taylor Randall and a lot of other presidents in the conference have said, we gave George Klyovkov a job. Let him do the job. I don't think any of these these schools are close to making that kind of catastrophic decision for the conference. Yeah. Because when one goes, I believe you're going to get four or five or six that are going to go. And I, I, But I don't see that happening now. I don't, frankly, I don't see that kind of announcement until at least, at least the latter half of May. I think what's going to happen is you are going to see that in about a week to 10 days, if they are not moving on, you're going to start hearing again. Yeah. When you start hearing people in the conference doing on-the-record interviews, instead of giving sourcing and talking off the record, when you hear these presidents and these athletic directors come back around and they start talking about, hey, that's when you're going to know that they're, they're, they're getting antsy. Yeah, because if there this deal should have been done already and you can you can listen to whoever you want. You can think I'm a I'm a Jamoke or Jake's an idiot or whoever your guy is. But what this really comes down to is consistency and messaging and the consistent message we have given you on this show is that they are going to allow George Klyovkov to try his damnedest because none of them want to leave this conference. Yeah. 
There is not a president, a chancellor, whatever you want to call them. There is not a member of leadership in this conference, an athletic director or a president or a chancellor who's eager to go to the Big 12. None of them, not a single one. For a myriad of different reasons, there's not one. That's very different than saying there are many who would go to the Big 12. Correct. That's very different. Yeah. Because they would go. They're not excited to go, and I don't think they want to go. And I and that's why I said, like, with all due respect to your friend who may well be an idiot, they're not gonna do they're not gonna listen. The first one who goes is not gonna wanna is not gonna be looking for the cover of night. Yeah. I mean they're gonna be looking for a megaphone and a huge stage. Yeah, and you wouldn't go alone either. I mean, I no. just don't, like you're 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 gonna go as a group or you're not gonna go. Uh, I, I that I wholeheartedly agree with. I think I think you will go. I mean, you notice USC didn't go alone, right? Like USC, you know, started it alone and then obviously UCLA went with. And USC and UCLA didn't make that announcement under the cover of darkness. Remember that. Um Let's get you these four presidents. Four Pac-12 presidents are not on board with Apple TV as a sole distribution partner. That is exclusive reporting here on the Monty Show. We are told that the four presidents who do not want exclusive all-in deals with Apple TV are Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, and Colorado. Those four have been, according to our sources, high in the TV industry. Those four presidents specifically have been the loudest dissenters when it comes to all streaming deals. <coughs> and their arguments are that is going to absolutely kill our reach. And that is going to kill our ability to put out our PR. That is going to kill our ability to promote ourselves. That is going to kill our ability to drive money through this deal. And I am also told the other part of the problem with the Apple deal is there is a there is a subscription minimum to reach full valuation. Yeah. So one of the things that that we were told, and I don't remember how many weeks ago it was now, but we talked about this on the show, mm -hmm. where much like MLS, the Pac-12 would have to add a certain level of subscribers to Apple TV. Not, by the way, not, by the way, through a mobile deal or a one-year trial. Full paying, full freight memberships to Apple TV that you can tie directly to the Pac-12. They will have to reach a minimum of that. And if they do not reach a minimum of that, they will pay rebates to <laughs> Apple TV for their deal. Yeah. So there are, there are some issues. Now, I want to make this clear. I am not in any way saying that Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, and Colorado have said we're not doing a deal with Apple TV. Don't get this twisted and don't say, well, hey, fan hey, ass man. on YouTube. Guys. You know, he said, what I'm telling you is, and I can tell you specifically, I am told President Kase has been a very loud voice in this. Me? President Kase and these three others have been the loudest dissenting voices. They want, if it's going to be Apple... And I am told President Kase would very much prefer Amazon Prime Sports. If it's going to be a streamer, Tier 1 needs to be on TV, on linear TV. And they would prefer that to be ESPN and ABC. Right. And then your Tier 2 below games. So your very best game of the weekend 
needs to be on ESPN. And your other content can be on your streaming partner. But under no circumstance do I believe that those four presidents will sign a grant of rights that is streaming only through Apple TV. Yeah, and that's where I think, you know, to that to that uh, super sticker comment, you know, tip we got earlier about, you know, ESPN and 22 million, like you start to understand why the $22 million number works because if you know that ESPN has said, hey, we're only willing to pay the Pac-12 $9 million per year per school. And it's like, okay, well, if that's the case, that would be your tier one. And then let's say it's Apple or Amazon or, you know, whatever your spice of life is, they're going to come in with, you know, 10 plus million dollars. In this case, it'd be $13 million. And that's how you're getting to $22 million a year. So it's not really rocket science, rocket science to do the math and understand how you could get to the low 20s. But I think what's really fascinating and dynamic is that I'm not sure that... So, so what have we been told today? We've been told that four presidents are not cool at streaming. And we already know... Uh, that that President Kosse at Washington has been against streaming for a long time. That's not new. That's been, like, a, been against a hundred percent streaming. Yeah, like that's not that's not a new thing. And I think this concept of like balance between linear and streaming, and and just how far can streaming come up? I mean, I feel like right now in a lot of TV deals, it's like eighty percent linear, and then we're just gonna throw some rando content on the streaming side and and fulfill our obligations. That's kind of what it feels like. And I feel like that paradigm needs to come to the middle a little bit. The only problem is, is that the leadership in the Pac-12 isn't really trying to do that. And that's what I think is difficult. And that's why I think this Pac-12 deal is just dragging on for what seems like forever. Yeah, while you hit the like button, I would also like to tell you that I, I think this has been a consistent arc of, I don't know, I, I, you know, like it's evolved consistently on this, on this arc of, hey, how much of this deal are we going to do on stream? Yeah. It's not a matter of will stream be part of it. How much of this deal will be on stream? We've been talking about this. Go look on the channel, friends. We've been talking about this back to August and September. Yeah. About this new TV deal. And I will just rest on our track record. You look at the guests we've had on this show, whether it is President Navarez or excuse me, Commissioner Navarez in the Mountain West, we, you know, whether it is, you know, our, our you know, Brian at, at, um, at Scripps yeah, was on Scripps. the show. Yes. Uh, you look at the fact that we've, our sourcing has been pretty rock solid, pretty rock solid on this. And the question has always been how much of this deal will be on will be on stream. That's a that's a big deal. That's a big big question. Mm -hmm. And I think when you look at where this where this lands and you look at how this is all playing out, I don't think there's any question that the 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 most difficult part of this, Brian Lawler, excuse me. Yes. The president of Script Sports was on this show. The interview is on the channel. Yeah. He talked about the Pac-12. Yeah. But I don't think there's any question that the grant of rights is going to come down to the percentage of the creme de la creme matchups in this league, in the Pac-12, that are going to be on stream. Well, and the other problem is you don't have a plethora of creme de la creme matchups. I mean, isn't that isn't that what I would agree. the, the uh, uh, envy of the SEC is, that even your mid-table SEC team would be considered creme de la creme in other conferences? I mean, that's what enables them to make the kind of money they make. And I think yeah. that's what's really tough is like how how is it that how is it that you're gonna justify, you know, two games a week 
on linear that are your creme de la creme. I, I honestly feel like as a conference, you need to have at least four games a week, like four games a week that are like, yeah, dude, I, I re like that's two really good teams or at least one really college football playoff ready team. And then another one that's kind of scrappy, maybe a maybe a, a top 25 team or something. You know, like you got to at least have that. And I think that's what, mm -hmm. unfortunately, the Pac-12 struggle with. That's good. But you can't take Los Angeles out of this picture and think. That you're going to be okay. This It's a very difficult equation. Yeah. This is, And that's the other thing. Why I say you're, you, you can't rush into these things. I totally understand that. But you've had eight months now. And the, the writing has been on the wall. From when ESPN and Fox suggested the Pac-12 and the Big 12 merge, and the Pac-12 said absolutely not, mm -hmm. um, I think the 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 biggest indicator that there was trouble, ESPN was unwilling to compete with Amazon. They were not going to get into a bidding war, and who it, who by the way we reported that first exclusively on this show that ESPN was not going to get into a bidding war. Has there been a bidding war? There hasn't. Everybody else was telling you, oh, ESPN and Amazon are going to fight it out. There's been no fight whatsoever because, again, as we reported exclusively on this show, yeah, Amazon doesn't want the whole thing. They want one game on a Friday night, but that one game becomes problematic because they're not going to pay you a lump sum of money, frankly, for being honest, for Arizona football against Washington State on a Friday night. Yeah. Are they going to pay for Oregon and Utah? Yeah, they would. Yes, yes, yes. But then what do you say to ESPN and ABC? Because you're not taking the biggest game off of ESPN. <coughs> it's a no-win situation. Yeah. So there was never a need for ESPN and Amazon to compete. The first thing our sources at, 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 in the TV industry told us was there's never going to be a competition there because ESPN simply does not view Amazon as competition. Yeah. It's why they were willing to help. It's why they were willing to consult on the NFL. Because they don't view Amazon as competition. And neither do I. I don't yeah. think Amazon is competition. I don't either. Yeah, dude. I think I think they operate, you know, in two different spaces. I think But no, you know why you know why Amazon's not competition? Because I don't think Amazon is that that all in on sports. No, oh, I agree with that too. I yeah. don't think Amazon yeah. is like, oh man, we've got to dominate sports. Jeff Bezos, he's got a rocket ship shaped like a blue penis. We're all in. We gotta pay for jet fuel. Mm, I don't think they're all in on sports. I think Amazon enjoys their current existence. Yeah. And they're trying to figure out where the where the the consumer is going. And I think that is the bottom line on this. Yeah. Amazon is not competition. Now, is Apple competition to uh is Apple competition to ESPN? Yes. And and, and why is Apple competition to ESPN? Because I think there's no question in my mind that Apple wants to own the entire planet of sports. <laughs> if they could have the World Cup, the NBA, the MLB, NFL, they would take it all. Fast. Absolutely, they would take it all, and they've got the money to take it all. But I don't think we as a sports population are there yet. And I think that's the thing that terrifies the Pac-12 presidents so much that they, they know that the consumer's not there yet. So... Yeah, and I think the consumer is is just chilling. And and that's the other problem for the Pac-12 is the consumer wow. is not like, oh, my God, like, man, I have got to catch this, you know, Cal-Washington State game. My God. Like, you're not saying that. And, and that's I, have the other see, I have got to see Stanford right, taking like, on. Dude, like, it's Utah unreal. Utah Tech, yeah. that sleeping giant. Holy cow. Right? Like, man, like. 
Honey, honey, cancel the dinner plans. We're staying home tonight. Better order Papa Murphy's pizza. That's what I'm, right? Like, no olives, okay? Like, dude, come on, bro. You're not doing that as a football fan. And, You're not. And that's, and that's why I say, like, you, like, I almost feel like the Pac-12 leadership just kind of lives in its own little bubble because you're operating as if you have this amazing product that everyone's going to watch. And you're willing to say, nope, nope, can't have streaming as tier one. Nope, nope, can't do it. Got to have ESPN. Even though we know ESPN doesn't want your product, like... Like what? Do we, like what it's do you mean? Scary. You know what I mean? Like, dude, it how is. How do you operate that way? It is scary. All right, less of us, more of you. Appreciate everybody here today. Please, if you're watching, hit the like button. If all 537 of you hit the like button right now, life would be very good. So Thanks. please, if you have not hit the like button yet, please hit the like button. It helps us uh, grow the channel. By the way, we are rapidly approaching um, 20,000 subscribers on this show. We are at 16,400. So if you're not subscribed, please consider giving us a subscription. We would appreciate that. Truck Stop Gumby, the first one in today, says, look who's back. Meat Rocket says, dang, I want it to be first. Dude, you're slacking, dude. You're slacking. You know. uh, Matt Ritson says, saw Pac-10 refs going to the Big Ten today. Yeah, by the way, on top of all of this, there was a mass exodus of Pac-10 officials, which I actually think isn't a loss, it's a gain. Because Pac-10 officials have been terrible. I mean, it's, yeah. it's incredible. It's incredible. Derek Myrie, what's up? A member of the show. Colorado will be at least eight and four this year. Mm, I don't know. You know, listen, listen, Prime was on Pat McAfee today, the Pat McAfee show. Now, you know, I'm a daily viewer of the Pat McAfee show. Mm -hmm. Deion Sanders was on the Pat McAfee show talking about the mass exodus of players do you buy what Dion's selling? It seems like now that people are transferring, though, everybody's trying to spin it like, oh, is it working? Is it working? This has been the plan all along, I assume. No hard feelings. you are just got to build something there. That's what you were hired to do. Man, you, you know what's so funny about this? And I'm trying to choose my words because I'm a head coach, and I can't just say what I feel. <laughs> Usually I do. Respect. But people got to be crazy to think this just happens. It don't just happen. You make it happen. <laughs> you 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 know what you want. You, I don't pull up through a drive. I, I can't stand people who pull up through a drive through and don't know what they want. Before I get there, I know what I want. <laughs> right? I'm not I'm not just making this stuff up as we go. We know what we want, and and I don't concede, man. I I, I don't settle. I know what I want, and I know I'm, what I'm going to get. We don't settle. Now, first of all, amen. Will you please stop sitting in the drive-thru line looking at the menu, you dumbass? That drives me crazy. Second of all, I, I love the guy. I'm a huge Deion Sanders fan. Coach Prime, mm -hmm. I think, has been amazing for this conference. There's not a chance in hell that dude's winning eight games with that schedule. You There's not. And, and I don't care if Jesus Christ incarnate is his tailback and all the Jehovah Witnesses are his offensive line. I don't care if Noah is playing, yeah. you know, center, dude. Yeah. The seas are parting. Yeah. That would be Moses, dumbass. <laughs> anyway, the point is, come on, man. Come on, man. There, there's no chance. Yeah. There is no chance that, no. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, hey, Monty, let's hump it up. What? Hey, I, I'm working over here. You know what I'm saying? Let's uh, hump it up. You know, what? it's hump day. It's Wednesday. I already, I know. Okay, is that not crazy? Yeah, it I feel like crazy. April went by in like a blink. 
Rhett Williams says, Sko Grizz tonight. Again, Monty fans, I uh, got two tickets to the playoff game tonight. First to comment back gets them. Let's go. Okay. Who wants to, uh, okay, who, who wants to come on out to the Maverick Center? Huge game tonight. Grizzlies are up 2-0 on their uh, rivals, the Idaho Steelheads. Rhett Williams Steelheads. has two tickets for you. Um, if you want, just comment and let's get it hooked up. Tom Dubay, the Pac-12 has reality problems. They think they're the Ivy League West academically, and they think they're the Big Ten athletically. They're neither. Academically, I think the Pac-12 is is a, right up there, dude. A fantastic conference. Yeah, they are, and I I, I understand. Oh, well, I don't really understand, but I understand people don't get it. But they are. I, I but ac- athletically. I think there's a lot to be desired. I mean, the, the basketball side of this conference is not good. Mm-hmm. It, it's not good at all, at all. Truck Stop Gumby, Big 12 is on its way to Mexico before the wall gets built. Easy. Connor Johnson, the presidents have signed non-disclosure agreements, so there is, so there is near 0% chance that any president have given insider advice to the Monty Show. Okay. I mean, that's that's... If that's what you believe, knock yourself out, dude. And by the way, do you really think that a uh, a president's going to sign a non-disclosure agreement <laughs> on a deal? <laughs> you just ask yourself this question. No. A non-disclosure agreement on a deal <laughs> that hasn't even been consummated. So let me get this right. Yeah. I, I'm going to sign a non-disclosure agreement on a contract that doesn't exist. So I'm not... So I'm non-disclosing something that's not real. And some only want to hear what they want to hear. So let me ask you something. If they signed a non-disclosure agreement, and I know that's crazy. If they signed a non-disclosure agreement, can I ask you just a basic question? Why are they all doing interviews? And, and I know they signed a non-disclosure agreement. Um, and I, yeah. I mean, I, I am offended. Do you know what that's like these days? That the chancellor at Colorado would be talking about the TV deal when he signed a non-disclosure agreement. Holy cow. It's not the best situation, and we all know that. I mean, I don't know uh, how. I mean, he must have a lot of bread to pay for the suit. I don't know where people get stuff like this, but... What an idiot. What are you talking about? And by the way, if we're not talking to anybody, like we made this shit up. Oh man, they made it up. Point out to what we've been wrong about. <laughs> it's the same thing I say to everybody. If we're if we're just so up in the night and we are on hallucinogens, what have we been wrong about? No, um, no, go ahead. We're um, just, I'm waiting. I don't um, want to interrupt you. Um, Connor, um, I mean, you know. Um, like, this is a part that I just think is so funny. Um, I, like, you're, you're, and Connor, I don't, I don't know what your motive is or, or what, if you just want to be likes to fight guy. But please, by all means, come on in. Let's have the conversation. He's an assassin. Starry says, I signed an NDA this morning. Can't say any more about it, Monty. All right, Starry. <laughs> you know. <laughs> what are you talking about? Again, like, that was an epic the, troll. Do you hear the shit that comes out of your fingers on the keyboard when you're People typing are misinterpreting it? what I'm saying. an NDA. Apparently, Colorado didn't get the message about the NDA. Twitter's been going crazy. I mean, you must not have read it, right? Because 
He just did an interview Saturday. What are you talking about? Uh, Tanner Plummer, NDAs are more famously used to cover sex scandals. Like, okay. Mike what Maples? What the fuck does one thing have to do Seriously. with the other? Like, and I'm not trying to be a jerk, Connor. I'm, I'm truly not. But if these presidents and chancellors had signed NDAs, like Taylor Randall's done interviews, President Robbins at Arizona has done like 50 interviews. Ray Anderson. Ray Anderson, uh, President Chow, or Crow rather, excuse me. Like, I, I mean, are you serious right now? What are you talking about? At least think it through. Think it through. Who was saying that? Truck stop Gumby. Imagine thinking the Ohio State is uh, greater than Stanford academically. Yeah, seriously. Dude, Dude you can say what you want about the Pac-12. By Academics the way, <laughs> is not where you try to hit them. Speaking of Ohio State, did y'all see that C.J. Stroud uh, video today where he talked about how you, ha you, you can't be stupid to play at Ohio State? Pretty, he's like, pretty sure you have to be smart to play at Ohio State. Not as smart as you have to be to play at Stanford, my guy. Just saying. Just saying. Dude, the damage that was done to C.J. Stroud and the the absolutes I don't even know what you I don't even know what you say about CJ Stroud anymore. Uh, like CJ Stroud is damaged goods. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a test taker, so uh, I play football uh, for me. Uh, but at the end of the day, man, I don't got nothing to prove to nobody. So I don't I'm not gonna sit here and explain how I process football. The people who are making the picks know what I can do. Um, so that's all that matters to me. There's a whole bunch of uh, people who know how to coach better, know how to play quarterback better, know how to do everything on social media. But um, a man in the arena, that, that's what's tough, is, is stepping in the arena, 10 toes. So, um, and I'm going to stand on that. And I know what I can do. I know I can process well. I know if I'm not if I'm not the smartest quarterback in this draft, um, I know I'm one of the smartest quarterbacks in the NFL when I step in there tomorrow. So I got confidence in myself. And I, and, uh, I don't think you can play at Ohio State and not be smart. So. Um, I don't got nothing to prove to nobody, man. Uh, at the end of the day, if you don't trust and believe in me, uh, all I can tell you is watch this. <laughs> I mean, listen, and if you guys don't know this story, there's a, a cognitive test that they give, in this case, all the quarterbacks at the that are in the draft. He got an 18%. Eight, um, I said 18%. Um, um. And Bryce Young in Alabama, I think, got a 98%. You know. Will Levis was number two. And now C.J. Stroud, who is probably going to be the number one pick, is projected to be at the bottom half of the first round. You know. C.J. Stroud, yeah, I, I would admit, you're not a tested dude. Thanks for letting us know you're not a good test taker. Might want to learn how to take the oh. S2 test because you just lost millions of dollars, Oh, my bro. God. Can you imagine the humiliation that that dude has gone on? I, I, it's amazing. Uh, Blake says, I blocked that Connor kid a long time ago. It's not about blocking him. I mean, but if you're going to come in and, and make, you know, crazy statements, you got to back it up. Which he hasn't. You know. Uh, sports exchange podcast. You've been wrong about the four corner school leaving. We never said the four corner school were leaving. Yeah. I think we're the only ones who have told you Utah is not on board going to the big 12. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. And you guys, again, sports Ex express pod podcast. Clearly, you know more than I do. <laughs> Last time I checked, Utah was in the, the corner, the four corners. Yeah. In that conversation. And I believe we're the only ones who are reporting 
And mainly because we've talked to the people at the top of the food chain at Utah multiple yeah. times. Yeah. Right? They have straight up told us, yeah, we talked to the Big 12. What's up, big bro? And we double confirmed through the Big 12 and through TV sources, in fact, even, that Utah, who told us, hey, we told them we feel like we would lose academic revenue and standing if we leave the Pac-12. So right now, we don't feel like it's the right fit for us. We're going to stay. Oh. And oh, by the way, since you're new to the show, we've also reported for the last two weeks that Taylor Randall's been a peacemaker in the process. Yeah. And that he has been calming people down. Mm -hmm. We've never reported the four corners thing because it, it, we have not heard that. It's a gimmick. It is absolutely a gimmick. And by the way, I don't even know what the four corners would represent, frankly. Because if you look at if you look at Arizona, Arizona State, they're tied together. That's not rocket science. Yeah. And frankly, Colorado, I don't believe that Colorado is the one that's on the gas pedal looking to get out of the conference. I, I do not. And again, what we've told you about Colorado is Colorado would, but they're not in any hurry. Because why would they be? Mm-hmm. It's so no, we never reported that. Welcome um, to the show, though. But nice to meet you. Thanks for watching the show. Uh, truck stop Gumby, my NDA keeps me from talking about my NDA. There and you go. Kick a person when he's down. There, there you go. Provo Cougar, Richard Tracy, you may have to watch OSU in Washington State in the Mountain West. I honestly think <coughs> Oregon State is one of the is one of the schools that is a is a prime candidate. Yeah. I that is one thing we've also for the new folks. One of the things we've talked about on this show is that we have said. We have heard from sources multiple times, hey, keep your eye on Oregon State. Keep your eye on Oregon State. Now, unfortunately, Scott Barnes, our athletic director, just had a, a heart attack, a very public heart attack, unfortunately. I don't know if that slows the process down. They have a newer president there. Like, that's a real shame. And I hope he's okay, Un unrelated to whatever happens in the Pac-12. Mm -hmm. Barnes is a great dude, and I hope he's okay. Uh, David Floyd uh, why would tier two and three be worth more than tier one? I don't think tier two and three. I don't believe that there are tiers anymore. Yeah. You also got to remember something. In football, they have at most five games a week. They only have 10 teams. So they only have five games a week here. So if you have two teams on by, which is you're going to have to put two teams on by when you make that schedule because you can't have one team on by and, well, what are they going to play two versus one? Right? Like, so two teams are going to have to be on by. It's going to be like the old Big 12 schedule. You're going to have four games for a good part of the season. You're only going to have four games a week. Yeah. And I think the other part of that question that he's, he's talking about is this ESPN Apple conversation we were having earlier about, hey, ESPN, the Pac 12 wants ESPN to have tier one. Tier one doesn't mean like visually that, you know, ESPN is above Apple somehow. What that means is, is that the Pac 12 wants ESPN on linear TV to have their best games because they believe that's what's healthiest for the conference. So tier one doesn't agree. mean, hey, highest price tag. That's just kind of the industry language. Tier tier two for the Pac-12 is probably going to be worth, you know, financially more from a streamer than tier one is if they go with ESPN. So you have to keep in mind that the tiering thing is not a, a traditional sense, if you will. Yeah, I, I think it's one of those things where you, and again, this is just my opinion. When you look at the way these deals are done, right? And you start, 
really think about this. What is the practical application a year from now, going into the 2024 season? What's the practical application for distribution for the Pac-12? Okay, well, if it's on Apple TV, okay, let's pretend big the, the Pac-12 does a big deal with Apple TV. Okay, so how many bars are going to easily integrate Apple TV into their <coughs> stuff? Okay, maybe some. So let's say you lose a quarter of sports bars across the country. That's the conversation that's being had in the Pac-12. They're worried about phones. They're worried about sports bars. They're worried about the AP voter that is the casual football fan, but absolutely is dialed into the SEC every week. Yes. They're worried about the AP voter in Tuscaloosa that covers Alabama who when he's done writing his game story and it's 11.30 at night on the East Coast, he's going to go home and plop himself down on his couch or in his Lazy Boy and flip on SportsCenter, but it's not going to be SportsCenter. It's actually going to be USC and, oh, wait, no, it won't. Okay, so it's going to be Arizona State versus Um, Oregon State. um... Okay, well, if it's on ESPN, he's going to watch that. If that guy has to find Apple TV and subscribe to it to see the game. Does he ever subscribe to it to see the game? No. Not a chance in the world. Nope. He'll read the box score. He'll wake up on Sunday morning before he puts his vote in. He'll read the box score. He'll do his research. He's never going to see that game. Yeah. That's the practical application of it. They're worried about the ease because those AP voters, and I would even go further than that, the people on the college football playoff committee, You have this expanded college football playoff now. So you have all these voters that are spread out across the country. Let's say Condoleezza Rice. Mm -hmm. She's buying wherever the Pac-12 TV deal is. Right, Stanford alum, she's buying it. But what about Jimmy from, from New York City? What about the East Coast or the Southwest guy, the guy in Dallas? who's got plenty of Big 12 football on Fox and ESPN, he's not buying Pac-12 TV. Um, the, 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 it's damaging on so many more levels than just how many people are watching. Yes. And then if you've got to pay a rebate because the majority of people you know, aren't subscribing to see Pac-12 football, dude, you're in a world of hurt. And that's already on top of the rebate to Comcast. Which is a totally another different, completely different part of this conversation. I'm telling you now, man, this is a very complex conversation. But that's what I mean. Like, for the pack, it's not an easy thing. Like, like you can have your, like, when we have these conversations, like, we can focus on the streaming side of it. But then, you know, okay, let's say they get a TV deal done and everything's amazing and George does his back-of-the-envelope calculations in the, hey, we got a TV deal done speech, right? Like, and everything is happy. Well, it's like, all right, well, we still got another problem. Yeah. We still got to pay back that $50 million. We still, like, like that's what yeah. I mean. It's not an easy road to hoe. And that's why I think you have to have creativity and out-of-the-box thinking Man. to get out of this thing. And I, I, this is that part of the conversation about, is Apple a good partner for the Pac-12? What, what it, makes a good partner? I think where it's easy to find and you make a bunch of revenue based on your TV deal. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen is you, you 
and again, let's assume that they go to Apple. Mm-hmm. You're going to have some fans who are just, they're going to they're gonna clinch their teeth and subscribe to Apple TV to see Pac-12 football. Let's settle this right now. But it, uh, it, are there more fans that will clinch their teeth and enter their credit card information, put a card on file? Or are there more fans who are like, no, fuck it, I'm not doing that. Um, I already pay for too much stream. You know, my wife's already riding me because I bought a new, I, I, you know, I, I got this new uh, putter and I got the super stroke grip on yeah, the, Scotty you know, Cameron, the Scotty Cameron two. putter. Like, hey, and you know, I want to, I'm trying to get the new Callaway drivers. The big Bertha just came out, man. The new Callaway driver just came out. She's going to kick my ass if I do that. And then I go and I pay, you know, $300 a year for Pac-12 sports. I think the biggest concern, and I don't, I, my guess is people will pay for it, but I think more people will be like, no, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Because I also think, and I've heard more than once, one of the arguments with Apple TV is Apple TV doesn't want to do it a la carte. Mm-hmm. Apple TV doesn't want to say to Oregon State fans, yeah, you can just buy the Oregon State package. They want you to buy the entire package. Yep. And and it, it's to me, it's a ball buster. Yeah. So, well, I think that's again, that's what you've seen with MLS. That's what you've seen with with a couple. Absolutely, other options. what like, you've I seen think, with MLS. Like I think you know, it's really interesting. Like Amazon gives you that experience. Like on Amazon, you get to choose whether you want to watch Thursday night football or man, not. And I like, think you. No, you know what you get on Amazon Prime? You get the stats. You get the AWS Analytics channel. Or you watch the game channel, or you watch like that's true. You, I, I don't know, man. It's true. And again, this is just me. This is just my. I think these are all issues as to why um, you have to be really careful when you are choosing what pizza you're going to eat as as part of your ecosystem for Pac-12 football on Apple TV. I think we're all aware that it's the Taco Grande from Papa Murphy's. Hi. I'm Kylie, and I make fresh, delicious Papa Murphy's pizza. Uh, hi, I'm Zach, and I make the Papa Murphy's pizza. Sure, that's take and bake. We built it with the freshest ingredients. You bake it fresh in your oven. By you, you mean me, so technically, I make the pizza. Super good pizza, Kylie. Oh, Kylie, so good. Right now, enjoy big time taco flavors on a pizza with the limited time taco grande. Papa Murphy's, change the way you pizza. Papa Murphy's Pizza, make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The take and bake chocolate chip cookies are not optional. No. They're not optional. This isn't this isn't linear or streaming. Damn. It's right? take and bake chocolate chip TV. cookies. So make sure you download the uh, Papa Murphy's Pizza app and uh, get yourself the any pizza you want their pizza is amazing get the take and bake get the marinara meatballs papa murphy's pizza use the promo code monty 25 but only after you congratulate and welcome matt ritson let's go let's go baby new member matt ritson matt appreciate you joining the uh program thanks so much appreciate that uh and donuts gives us a ten dollar tip to say starting a golf lesson fun Ah, i appreciate you bro Tomorrow morning. Yeah, we hit no tomorrow morning. Tomorrow bro? morning, Let's we go, are going baby. out very early. Let's go. And we are going to hit some some balls. So appreciate that. And donuts. Stephen Smith gives us twenty more. Appreciate that. Now looking at the Big Twelve in comparison to the Pac twelve, the Big Twelve will have a Rucker Park deal, the Mexico deal for basketball, and conference wide pro day for football makes the Big Twelve a better situation than the Pac. There's no doubt. Yeah. There's no doubt. And and the thing about it is, it's across the board. 
Okay, so am I a coach sitting in a living room? If Sonny Dykes is battling Deion Sanders for a recruit, well, Deion is Deion, so he's got a really good chance. But if if Sonny Dykes says to mom, well, you know, we'll be on Fox and ESPN. Hey, guys. Hey, by the way, we're also going to feature your son at Pro Day because, you know, we're going we're gonna to help him get to the NFL. We're going to have a Pro Day at, at, at Jarrah World in Dallas where every NFL scout's going to be there to watch your son run the 40. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Hey, by the way, uh, are you a fan of Mexico? Uh, do you, you know, do you like travel? Because, you know, our basketball teams are going to... Hey, by the way, you know Rucker Park, the world... Like, you, it's just endless. Oh. oh, but Coach Prime. Yeah, but we got Rucker Park. Oh, but Coach Prime. Yeah, but we got Mexico. Oh, but Coach Prime. Yeah, but we're actually on regular, easy-to-find TV. And by the way, I know that your aunt, you know, she's a little older now, but she's got that beautiful iPad. She can watch your football games on the iPad. And... Uh... Through the ESPN app. And, and you know what? Most of those games are going to be free on the ESPN app. Yep. Like, that's a huge advantage. That's a huge advantage, in my opinion. Uh, Brett Yormark's burner phone. Be honest. I asked my dad, diehard Utah fan, will you pay for Apple to watch Utah football? Yes, but I am pissed. That's a, I think that's exactly right. <laughs> I think you will have. I think you will have that diehard fan and I, a Utah fan is a perfect example. There are no more passionate fans than Utah fans. They will pay. And I don't care if it's Amazon, Apple doesn't matter. I'm they will real. pay to watch Utah football. I'm for real. There is no doubt about that. Yeah. And you know what, Brett, your Mark's burner phone. I think you're exactly right. I think you are exactly now, right. Now, are you rocking a Nokia or what kind of burner are you it's working with? It's a Nokia with? flip phone. It has to be right. Nokia like it has flip. to be. Uh, Jim Choi, Pac-12 already damaged their brand with the Pac Network. I think so. I think so. I mm, that's probably a different show, but I think you're exactly right. Jeremy Callahan, what is an easy road to hoe? Depends on where the hoe is. Um, you know <laughs> <laughs> that mm, Tanner Plummer Rice currently works at Stanford. I'm a little surprised that liberal Stanford. Liberal Stanford. Accepted her considering that she worked for the Bush administration. Oh, please. Always politics. Oh, please. Always politics. Nate B, you paid 20 bucks to say that? He did. He did. Hey, you started talking shit. And we appreciate that. McKinna Tech Dan, the holster freak. Yeah. By the way, McKinna Tech Dan makes mm -hmm. amazing holsters. Yeah, you guys can find him on Instagram at McKinna Tech Holsters. Uh, we actually have a promo code with Dan now because we, we had some people, some of our listeners reached out. And we're like, hey, we saw he makes awesome holsters. McKinney Tech Dan is actually a one-man band. Dude is making custom holsters. Uh, find him on Instagram, McKinney Tech Dan. Promo code Monty. Uh, he'll, uh, you, there is some leeway time I saw on his Instagram. I was doing some homework uh, because he makes them all in-house and everything. But well worth your time. Check it out. Yeah, check him out. McKinney Tech holsters. Uh, on, I love small business, guys. Yeah. And Dan's a loyal listener to the show. So, hey, man, if you're... If you're looking for a holster and a really good one, check them out on Instagram, McKinnon Tech Holsters. Uh, J.K. Marshall says, super stroke, dude. Dude, it ain't even a joke. The Scotty Cameron, Newport 2 with a uh, super yeah, stroke you, you grip. Should put, you should put that picture in there that you took. So I people should. can see it. I should. I have a really nice putter now. Yeah. I hope Mrs. Monty's not listening because she will kill me. <laughs> um, the problem is golf is just so damn expensive. But now we're kind of past that phase, right? Like... We've, we've exited the trust fund phase and now we we're have. into the, you know, try not to break stuff phase. We have, but I, I like, I don't know. 
I'm excited. I'm excited to golf a lot. Our, our guy Darren Ingram up at Canyons, the official golf course of the Monty Show, is Canyons Golf at uh, Park City uh, Mountain Resort. I'm telling you, it's going to be amazing. I have to find the picture of the putter. Yeah, but we got so we go to the PGA Superstore, and we're just going to spend two minutes on this. Then we'll our get guy Dallin. So we go and see Dallin at the PGA Super uh, Superstore over in uh, Sandy there off State Street. And we walk in, and we're, like, kind of looking around, and, you know, we find the putter section, and there's, like, this huge case, and it's got this golden aura about it that, It's you know, actually humming with greatness. You know what I mean? Like, it, like, and you see all these custom milled and drilled and filled. Milled Scotty, and drilled. Cameron, you know, Newport 2s, um, you know, that it just it's just a beautiful piece of equipment. And, and I think that, you know, it... It's sometimes hard to justify the price, but then you go out and hit it, and you're like, yeah, it justifies the price. Yeah, I think, one, screw you, Apple, because it's an HEIC file, um, <laughs> which is so annoying <laughs> because you can't. You can't anyway, try, take my word for it. Scotty Cameron, Newport, too. It's amazing. Uh, so thank you, everybody, who's contributing to that. Let's run through some of your comments, you guys. I, I don't mean to over-talk it. I really don't. Um, let's see. Jim Choi. We got plenty of football on Saturdays without buying Sunday ticket like the NFL. That's part of it. Uh, Michael Jackson, again, if academics are so big for the Pac-12, why is the admission of San Diego State not questioned? It is questioned. It is questioned. And if you're new to the show, we've talked about this ad nauseum. Yeah. San Diego State, it's not a question of academics or not academics. You know what it's a question of? You have no choice. You have no choice. That's true. Because, again, as, as our sources have told us, okay, they're not good enough academically at San Diego State. Who's next? No, I'll, I'll wait. Go ahead. Where is A.A. Ron right now? Cal ain't coming to save you. Dude, there's nobody. Because SMU ain't doing it. Yeah. Fresno State ain't doing it. Boise yeah. State ain't doing it. You know why you need San Diego State? Because you need a presence in, in Southern California. Yes, you, you have do. nothing south of Berkeley right now. Yeah. I, I mean, let that let that sink in. You have nothing south of the Bay Area. Big Ten does. Right? Yeah, they have they have Los Angeles. You law you got beat in your own footprint. So the issue becomes, hey, if Southern California Toyota dealers wants to spray their advertising dollar all across the Southland, you know, from Los Angeles and, hey, we're going to put it in Long Beach. And, you know, but Carlsbad has a really beautiful toy. And Sandy, Toyota, San Diego, and you're not getting any of that money. And Coca-Cola and Budweiser and Modelo, and you're getting none of that money. None, not zero. You're getting none of that money. So I ask you again, why is San Diego State important? Oh, by the way, they went to the final, the NCAA basketball final. You want them to go to the Big 12 as well? Because San Diego State ain't chilling in the Mountain West. I would encourage you, find it on our channel. Gloria Navarez, the commissioner of the Mountain West. It is an absolute foregone conclusion that San Diego State is leaving the Mountain West. She, she said it on yes. the show. They're going to one of two places, the Pac-12. And we were told that San Diego State, I think over a month ago now, we reported San Diego State has had conversations with the Pac-12. We are told that it is simply a matter of time. Thanks. But it has nothing to do with academics with San Diego State. And it's 100% to do with the fact that they need them. 
There's so much pressure now. Can you imagine San Diego State? What would happen to the Pac-12 if San Diego State wound up in the Big 12? Dude. Jesus, can you imagine the riots? Are you serious? It's not about academics with San Diego State. And the hard part is, and again, this is just me. The hard part is fans have trouble understanding the academic portion of this. And I don't get it. I don't get it. If you can't see that the current 10 members all make money and a lot of it off of academics, even if they're not, and I'll use Utah. Utah's 105th in the country. Yeah. 105th in the country, right? But why do they want to stay with Cal and, and Stanford? Because that relationship, the easy relationship, the, yes. the absolute rubber stamp. Oh, you're in the, we're in the conference. We have this, like the, the glad handing that goes on, the breakfast that goes on, the, the lunch that synergy. goes on. Synergy is the best word, dude. It's so easy because Stanford is, I, I, I want to say that third. Stanford is third in the country. Yes, third. In the entire country, you guys. Yes, and I look at, at the, the San Diego State, I agree, San Diego State's a problem. They're 151st. What is Utah? 150th. Yeah. But Utah's making money hand over fist on medicals, man. And every conference has its trash at the bottom of the conference. Like, let's not sit here and pretend that, you know, uh, that the Big Ten doesn't have Nebraska chilling at the bottom of the conference doing absolutely nothing for like the last decade. And now Matt rule rolls up and everyone's like, Oh, Nebraska is going to be really good. Like, you know, let's wait and see. Like, I think every conference has the ugly stepchild at the bottom of the conference, trying to figure out what they're doing with their life. So to me, San Diego state, I agree is not a conversation. It is a must have. It is a, Non, non-optional, have to do it, like no doubt about a choice. But, but you know what people don't think about? People don't think about the fact that UCLA is a massive loss for the Pac-12. Do you understand why UCLA is a massive loss for the Pac-12? They're 20th academically. By the way, do you understand why USC is a massive loss for the Pac-12? Because mm. they're 25th academically. They are. Like you want to be associated with those schools. Yeah. And, and, and I, I hate talking about it. And once I again, I truly hate. But if you guys want to, I'm happy to do it. It should have never got here. Like, should have never we, got we shouldn't here. Ha we shouldn't have to talk about, you know, SC and UCLA being in the Big Ten. And, and this is the other thing about our channel that I think we have to keep saying because we are getting just so many new people that are seeing us for the first time is we love the Pac-12 as far as sports are concerned. Like, there's not, there's, there are few joys that are better, in my opinion, than being able to watch like SC and whoever yeah. go at it during the Pac-12 after dark game. Like it is a really enjoyable experience. But unfortunately, Larry Scott and the leadership of the Pac-12 has been so negligent with the conference that now we are here and now we are watching the demise of the conference. And I do think it is really sad. I agree. Uh, all right, go ahead and hit the like button here on the Monty Show as we talk about uh, new information um, on the Pac-12 TV deal. And we call it every day on this show for all of our new viewers today as the Pac-12 term. <laughs> <laughs>
Mm. And that new information is presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. Whether it's on a bicycle, you know, it's bike season now, it's motorcycle season, it is scooter season, it is electric scooter season. Accidents are inevitable. They're going to happen. You have to be prepared to recover from those accidents, right? So go to the pros. Go to somebody who understands the circumstances and the details of what you're going through. And that, without a doubt, is The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, where you never pay The Advocates until they win your case. So you have nothing to lose. You can chat with an attorney live online 24-7, absolutely free at theadvocates.com. If you're with us in the great state of Utah, utahadvocates.com. And please... I heard from so many people yesterday who had been hurt at work. Uh, One of our listeners had gotten hurt at work yesterday, so it brought up a bunch of I got hurt at work stories. You guys, if you need workman's comp representation, if you got hurt at work, there's no reason for you not to talk to a lawyer. None whatsoever, especially the advocates, because it doesn't cost you anything. If you believe that your company is going to watch out for your best interest, nine times out of 10, that's completely wrong. And they're going to help you and they're going to pay my medical bills. That's all well and good. But why not talk to an attorney and make sure that you're really covered? Somebody who's not asking you to pay them, they're asking to work for you. They want to advocate for you at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, make sure you tell them you heard about it on The Monty Show. If you're just tuning in today, uh, we have had a big day of news. Yes. Uh, We have grind our faces off. We really tried to get a grasp on this Pac-12 situation. Because yesterday we had a deep conversation about Prime and Colorado. And, uh, you know, Monday we talked about whether or not the Apple TV is a good fit. And we really put in a lot of time and effort after the show and leading up to the show today to really get new information about the way that an Apple TV deal would work. And boy, did we ever get new information today. And that is that four Pac-12 presidents are not on board with Apple TV as the sole distribution partner for (coughs) Pac-12 athletics. Those four presidents are Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, and Colorado. All four have expressed very, very passionately, from what we are told, um, that they are hesitant to sign a grant of rights that is 100% streaming on Apple TV. And a lot of the thought that goes into that is, A, the structure of the deal as it was described to us by sources in the TV industry includes a rebate for uh, subscribers. So, hey, if you guys don't get 86 million subscribers, we're going to pay less in year two of the deal. And it's something that we've seen at MLS as well, that subscriber numbers are incredibly low from the MLS deal. And we showed you a graphic yesterday um, that illustrated that. You look at Apple TV memberships, this 50, uh, this 50 number over here is 50 million users on Apple TV that are not paying for the service. Um, Those are one-year um, free trials, either through their T-Mobile deal, uh, but also there's a myriad of places where you can get a year of Apple TV for free. Those are 50 million. That 25 million number over here, those are full freight paying subscribers. Yeah. They have twice as many free Apple TV users as they do paying users. And this leap into sports, part of the philosophy was it. there will be a lot more people who will come to watch MLS soccer. That has not happened. There will be a lot more people that will come to watch Pac-12 sports. Will that happen? We shall find out. But when you hear about these presidents being hesitant 
to do a deal where Apple TV is the sole distribution provider. Now make sure that you understand what I'm saying. As the sole distribution provider, which means there's no TV involved. I can tell you almost from the jump, we have been told by multiple sources across the league that President Kose at Washington is one of the loudest dissenting voices when it comes to whole streaming deals. Mm -hmm. She very passionately believes that linear TV, a la ESPN and ABC, need to be involved. And really, many presidents in the Pac-12 want the best football game specifically, because basketball is a completely different animal when it comes to distribution. But in football specifically, many presidents in the Pac-12 are hesitant to put their best game behind a paywall. And I think that's the sticking point um, as to why you have not seen this happen as yet. Yeah. But I am not surprised by this at all. Uh, this does not mean that Apple TV is out. This does not mean that ESPN is out. Although I was told today by sources in the TV industry that it is unlikely, not impossible, highly unlikely that ESPN and Apple TV would come to terms on a on a share deal. Mm-hmm. So where you know ESPN gets you know, a game of the week and Apple gets the rest. ESPN is going to be hesitant to do that. So we'll see how that plays out. Again, if you're asking me directly, I think the most likely outcome here is a is a split where ESPN gets most of the of the of, of the games. I think that they will wind up with a minimum of of probably two games a week. And I think that if I had to guess right now today, I would think that Amazon would get a Friday night game of the week. That is my guess. Yeah, I think George Klyovkov and the presidents in the Pac-12 have tried to fight against that because it's about a $22 million a year per school deal. And I don't see them getting a grant of rights on that. Yeah, But I also don't see them getting a grant of rights on an Apple TV all-in deal either. I was also told, by the way, by multiple sources that Apple is never talked about buying all of the assets of the Pac-12 network. I was told that that is simply not uh, on the table or part of the conversation at this time. So take that for what it's worth. Uh, Let's get your comments in here because I really want to make sure that you guys have a chance uh, to get your voices in. Uh, 105 is much higher than it sounds. 105. Like academic rank. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Chris says uh, San Diego State gets everyone less money. That doesn't... Uh, equal need. I I don't disagree with that. Um, I think this is the issue that we've been battling with San Diego State, frankly, in the Pac-12, is that do you add them before a new TV deal or after? And everybody loves to throw around the the term pro rata. Right. Yeah, they're just uh, we're just going to toss in a pro rata. Pro rata. It doesn't work like that. And if you don't know what a pro rata deal is, it is a clause in a contract that exists with the Big 12 and ESPN is the best example of it. Yeah. Where that clause says, hey, Big 12, here at ESPN, we'll pay you full freight if you add another P5 school. I don't know, like Arizona, Arizona State. How about that? If they join the Big 12, we'll pay you $31.7 million each. Oh, but San Diego State, nah, we're not willing to do that. We're not willing to do that. You know, the other thing I think no one ever thinks about is that you notice how no one ever talks about 
that, okay, yeah, the pro rata is going to pay this amount of money, 30, right. 31 million. That doesn't mean that the school gets 31 no. million, dude. And no one seems to talk about that. Like in the big 12 or hell, even in the big 10, right? Like there was all this conversation about, Hey, is SC going to get a full share? And you know, is UCLA going to get a full share right out the gate? And how's all the money going to work? Everyone just skips over the fact that the the commissioner of each conference is that middleman, and the conference, you know, is the gatekeeper to the money. So all the presidents have to kind of come together and figure out, hey, who's getting what, and how are we delineating everything? Right. So Washington is definitely going to be getting a bigger slice of the pie than San Diego State. Like that's a fact. Yeah, I would agree. It's a fact that McKinnon Dan. Gave us 20 memberships. Let me pull go. it out here, Dan. Uh, here we that. go. McKenna Tech Dan gifted Let's 20 go, memberships. Selena Rodriguez. Welcome to the membership. John Evans. Go, some, baby. some guy named Dave. Yeah, Dave. Papa Cade. Papa Cade. Ho, ho. Matthew Nichols. Yeah. Clayton Keon. Yeah. David Klotz, Michael Jewett, yeah, Mike, Aiden Bynum. We're breaking the drop, man. We're wearing it out. Goalhead, Goathead Prime. Let's go. What's up, Goathead? Kelly Parks. Yeah. Archer Quick. And of course, the Kingston Bunch. What's up? Welcome, everybody, to the membership. Go, I appreciate you guys. If I missed anybody, thank you so much. By the way, that drop's actually going to get played for real tomorrow. That's right. NFL Draft is tomorrow. Already. Uh, on the show, absolutely. Uh, Dave says, some guy named Dave, boy! <laughs> What's up, Dave? Good to see you. Uh, Gabriel says, NFL Draft tomorrow, so you might as well test the heck out of that drop. Yeah. Exactly yeah. right. Yeah. <gasps> Tony says the uh, Tony. Big Ten media partners agreed to pay USC and UCLA a full share, but they were included in a new TV deal. Mm -hmm. So I, I think that worked a little different. That's why I think it's really awkward if you're the Pac-12. You're trying to add new deal. You're trying to add new teams. You're trying to get a new deal. Do I add, like It's a no-win situation. The, the, the bottom line is the Pac-12's got to embrace the suck somehow. Mm -hmm. And I will again say, if it were me... And it's not, but if it were me, I would absolutely go straight to Amazon Prime Sports and say, let's make the best deal we can make. We're going to suck it up. And ESPN, we'll give you one game a week. It'll be the best It'll be the best game of the week. We'll put it in the late window. Everything, every single Saturday night, it'll be on ESPN. Now, will they take that? I don't know, because ESPN has actually hesitated at that deal. But if I were the Pac-12, I would do that, and I would start building new revenue streams. I would absolutely rip off every idea that Brett Yormark has come up with. Hey, he went to Mexico. Let's go to France. Uh, he went to Rucker Park. Uh, let's go to Lincoln Park. Know, Zoo in Chicago. We'll play basketball with the giraffes. <laughs> yeah. Like, I would steal every idea because they're brilliant ideas in the Big 12. I mean, as much as you want to hate the Big 12, yeah. you got to admit, those are some great ideas, no, right? Truck stop conference. Fly over conference. <laughs> Which I still think is funny because, hey, just so you know, there are truck stops in the Pac-12. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I just, I, I would absolutely steal them. Uh, Mark Hale says, Holden Hiscock. Mm -hmm. Hiscock. Wow. 
Archer Quick says, wow, thank you. You know. <laughs> um, Mark Hales, what? Anita Dick didn't join? Anita Dick. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, and Donut says, pay it forward, you noobs. Yeah. Yeah, pay it forward. We, we yeah. love giving away memberships on the show. Look at what we're pacing show. on likes, too. Great work today. Let's we got, go. We need 39 more likes. We like to get to 200, so please, if you're watching the show, if you're one of the uh, 3,000 people or 439 who are currently here, hit the like button. We really appreciate that. Um, let's see. Who else? It's the Lurkers. Get some. Jacob DeLambo says, hey, man. Everybody's welcome on this show. David Floyd uh, says, great show, guys, from Washington, D.C. Wreck them. Hey, are you What's pissed? up, D.C.? Are you pissed that they're not really uh, picking up uh, Chase Young's option? That's a little shocking. The, the uh, commanders said today they will not pick up Chase Young's deal. Yeah. Uh, Bob Holsey says the Pac-12 in Vancouver. Could be. Could be. Uh, Renee Roca, you probably have better ideas than the Pac-12. But I, what, isn't that the only way forward for the Pac-12? Get, get the best TV deal you can get and then go create new yes. revenue streams. Yes. Go create new but revenue streams. I don't streams. think they want to. I, I highly doubt. Oh, come dude, on. I have my doubts that the Pac-12 is like, dude, like we got to create all these new revenue streams. You know, like, but you know what I would be doing? If I were George Klyavkov, I'd get the best TV deal I can get. And you know why I'd want a ton of streaming? Because my ass would be going to Japan and, and doing a deal. I'd be going to... I'd be going to Europe. I'd be doing deals with basketball leagues to come and play scrimmages and for us to go play scrimmages. Because mm -hmm. you've already done that. What was it in China, I guess, where where Cleangelo Clamato Ball got in trouble? <laughs> with Eucla. <laughs> yeah, for stealing sunglasses or yeah. whatever. But I would absolutely be out in the universe and I'd be like, hey, by the way, here's a QR code to get you a free, you know, you can watch our games for free on Apple TV. Can you do something for me? Hey, you can watch our games for free on Amazon. Because guess what they have in all of those countries? Apple TV and Amazon. Go play intramurals, brother. It, it, you have to do it. Embrace that shit, dude. And like, go make your money. If you get a rebate deal from Apple TV where you got to meet a certain number of subscribers, dude, go give out QR codes. Go get people invested in your product. It's free, right? Do a deal. One of the best parts about this T-Mobile deal uh, is, do you know how many free phones T-Mobile is giving away? Do a deal with AT&T Wireless. Do a deal with somebody where you're like, yeah. hey, we're going to go to countries where the internet and cell phones are not readily available. And we are going to serve those communities. And we're going to give them the internet. And we're going to um, give them cell phones. Um, and it's going to have baked in Apple TV so that they can watch our sports. Now, do they ever watch? I don't know. But is that bad PR? Is that not a match made in heaven? Like, you got to get you know. creative now. Dude, you've got to go and do it. Go build basketball courts in Compton. Go like you're you don't have representation in LA. That doesn't mean you can't represent in Los Angeles. I have a question. Did you just off the top of your head come up with a game plan for the Pac-12 to go to a third world country Dude, and provide cell phones? I'm telling you. I am telling you. That's incredible. Yeah. UCLA also stole handicap placards years ago. Archer, hey. that is a kick in the balls. You're not wrong, but, but you guys were hand, like Tim Floyd was handing envelopes out on corners in LA too. So let's take it easy. Yo, you know, uh, Jay Rose says live streaming, uh, has geolocation. Let's go sync. Oh, I don't know what that means, but I don't even care. Who cares in opposition? Who cares where they're watching it? Yeah. It doesn't matter, dude. It, they're it, watching it. You have got to on, on, yeah, off the top of my head. 
You because it, are you are you really this confined? Apparently, but that's what I'm saying. I don't. I legit wonder if like they have ever thought about any of this. But you know what I think? I think when you're in the middle of that and 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 you're not thinking clearly, I think that's when you have to say to yourself, "I need to get some buckshot from Bucked Up, the official energy provider of the Monty Show." Because if I had if I had buckshot from Bucked Up right now and Monty had if I had to watch the Monty show and he would have given it to me for free, which from what I understand the Monty program hey, Monty. And, and actually I believe it's called the Monty Showgram. Yeah. Gives away buckshot samples for free in the descriptions program. of their YouTube shows. Program. 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 Go get your free buckshot, you guys. If, if you're used to energy shots, this is energy shots on a whole new level. The thing that I love about Bucked Up and the reason that we're in business with Bucked Up is because their stuff works. And Buckshot's the perfect example. It's all-day energy to help you conquer your goals with epic focus and productivity. And the thing I love about it, it's clean. It's not full of sugar. It's not a million you know, different ingredients. It's clean. You in, and I think this is really important. It works. You need products that work. It's stress free productivity. It is that uplifting of your mood and your mental clarity. I love it. And it's free, you guys. Go get six free buckshot samples in the description below. Click the description. It's it. Sure. Right there, it says free buckshot samples. Click on it, they'll send it right to your front door. Six of them, it's awesome. But I'm telling you, if you're somebody that takes your, your health and nutrition seriously, Bucked Up Energy at buckedup.com. Use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off at checkout. This morning, I, I drink a shake every morning after the gym. I go to the gym or I go play golf at about 5.30 in the morning. This morning, in my shake, I use Bucked Up Energy Greens. Um, and I use Bucked Up Energy Collagen which is fantastic, and I use Bucked Up Energy Protein. What do you bet? And it just gives me energy. Now, Idiot Face wants to go- Do you to, even live? He wants to go to, to Holiday over there and, and get donuts, but I don't do that. No, no, friends, because I'm working hard on my nutrition. I am no longer the fat ass You're I so once fun. was. I've lost a bunch of weight. I'm, I, I am sleeping so incredibly well because I use good products like those at Bucked Up. The Buckshot is amazing. Go get day. it for free right now at buckedup.com in the description below. If you're listening on podcasts, by the way, we do podcast this show wherever you, Spotify, iHeart, Apple, you can tell, hey, Alexa, play the Monty Show. She'll absolutely do it. Anywhere you get your audio podcast, hook it up, the Monty Show uh, on podcast. Truck Stop Gumby just puts in the, the bucks there. Uh, Ken Williams says... Uh, Suck 12 needs to think out of the box. The suck 12. <laughs> now, Ken, Ken, we've had some moments in the members only chat the last couple of days, but I'm proud of you for that one. That the is some suck, good contribution. I thought you said the suck 12. <laughs> That's funny as hell right there. Raptor 88 already hit the link for the bucked up shots. Go, if baby. you got And Ken Williams, hello. Ken Williams uh, is a buckshot user. Um, Ken Williams, who's a great American, he's a farmer. He actually, now he's retired, he sold his ranch. Mm -hmm. But his wife just started a business. Ken Williams, small business owner, guy that grinds. 
And he thought it was important. Ken is a member of our uh, Instagram members only group. For $9.99, click the join button. Click the $9.99. You can cancel anytime. Please. As, as Ken has done a dozen times, <laughs> allegedly. I've been a rich man and I have been a poor man. <laughs> and I choose rich every fucking time. But Ken has this habit of putting in all this great food that he makes. He made Dude. like He made like pizza bread today. Dude, God, oh. chill out, Ken. What are you doing? Oh, my God, just like that. Oh. Little Jizzy says 40% show, 60% ad. We have, we, uh, we, we quite literally have, I think, four advertisers on our show. How are we doing? We're not doing 60%. Yeah, ads. we're not doing 60%. Archer, quick, Pac-12 yeah. should start a GoFundMe. What? No, no. Pac-12 should start a member of, what is it? OnlyFans. They should start a fans only. Yeah. Only fans? Only, only fans. fans. Yeah. They should start a Pac-12 only fans. <laughs> All the feed picks. <laughs> Look at Ryan Flair's comment. Two up. Right uh, every membership given is money out of the pocket of the Pac-12 in that scenario. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, I'm not, I would never, uh, I'll move on. It's fine. Um, <laughs> the suck 12. Oh, my God. Never name the four schools you said you would name. Yes, I did. Yeah, what are you talking about, dude? We Guy, did. What are you talking about? We literally did. What are you talking about? Bro, are you guys smoking we crack today, bro? Like, we literally did, like, five times. It is Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, and Colorado. Yeah. We've <laughs> Like, how many times? Dude. Bro. What, what are you talking bro, about, bro? are you bro? okay? Um, Ken Williams says Miami, LOL, bucked up. Hell, yeah, Let's dude. Let's go. Hell, dude. yeah. And I'm telling you, if you get Miami, get it nice, put it in the fridge, make it ice cold. It's amazing. So good. Jacob Delambo says, bro, my bench is insane now that uh, that bucked up pre-workout. Dude, the pre-workout hits, dude. You joke, Mrs. Yeah. What do you bet? Mrs. Monty is training for a triathlon. And, I, mm, you know, I'm just saying. Uh, David Floyd says, I'm surprised Oregon was not one of the four presidents you mentioned earlier because I... Oregon has an interim president. Still. They don't have a full-time president right now. As you can see, there's not so much hope for you There's left. still transition going on there. Same with Oregon State. has a has a newer president. Yeah. There's been some turnover in the league. And it's, it's, it, it's not dissimilar to the Big Ten where Kevin Warren went to be the president of the Chicago Bears. And now they, but look who they hired. They hired a TV stud. So, yeah. you know, yep. yeah, James, thank you very much. Oregon has an interim president at the moment. Uh, Tanner Plummer, it feels like 40% ads and 60% show content. Well, that's, I think, a, is that a compliment? Tanner, we, we're working on a promotion for you. Specifically. You need to check yourself. Yeah. Because the summer promotion that's going to be announced here pretty quick is going to be amazing. Yeah. Uh, Greg Romano, Playboy had several great girls of the pack, 8, 10, 12 issues. Yes, <laughs> yes they did. <laughs> yes, they did. But the problem is I couldn't get the page. The pages got stuck together. <coughs> I, <coughs> you know. Stay hard. Anyway, okay. Uh, let's move on. I don't know anything about that. Uh, how much is the Pac-12 uh, paying to be located in downtown San Francisco? They're not anymore. They're not. They they used to be. They used to be. Uh, Renee Roca, Rusty, uh, Rusty's ears are dusty. I think so. It's Tony Altamore. Oh, oh God. Here we go. You know, uh, we had done so well. I don't even, you know, like Tony Altimore is a legend on this show, and I don't even know who that is. So I hope Q he's not like. Janus. Yeah, I hope. Well, I don't know if he's a Hugh Janus. I have no idea. 
but I, I hope he's not an axe murderer. It is uh, what it is. DeLambo, nah, I'm serious. My workouts are insane now, especially after working through a back injury. Oh, Dude, that's good. awesome, bro. Seriously, that my, is awesome. I, my wife is, I'm so proud of my wife. Mrs. Monty is working on this triathlon training. And she's running like a stud, dude. Like I, I am, I am, I am super proud of her. Uh, Blake says eighty-five percent content, fifteen percent ads. We like that. Oregon doesn't need a president. Phil Knight runs everything. That's what there. I'm saying, dude. Like, like seriously. Okay, so Phil Knight is on the bench. At I think was it the Laker game the other night? I believe it was. Yes. I think half his face fell off on his black jacket. Did you guys see all of the like? Oh. He is just, like, I love Nike. I'm a huge Nike guy. Please don't talk to me about China. I don't want to fight you. Uh, but I'm a huge Nike guy. You know I own hundreds of pairs of Jordans. Like, I'm a Michael Jordan dude. Like, yeah. Phil Knight weirds me out. He, you don't want to, you don't stare into the sun too long. Yeah. Because your eyes will explode. Go, go Tigers. Go Black, 45. Did you guys see the top three football refs left the, uh, for the Big Ten? Yes, I did. But do you in the in the Pac-12? Do you really have three top top the top three officials? Come on. I think Come officiating on. is one of the main things that the Pac-12 has never gotten right. From having lawyers in the replay booth, and like the stupidity of the Pac-12 under Larry Scott, amazing. Mike M says that Oregon BYU game was sure competitive last season. Well, I mean. No, I'm not doing it. Mike? Where is Greg Hawkins? I'm not doing it. Uh, the 60-40 wasn't a compliment or a critique. It's just my opinion. Well, there okay, you go. There you go. There you go. Stop being mid, Tanner. <laughs> Ken Williams is Bro, bucked up today. Dude, if you have Ken rolling out a mid-reference on you, you're really doing well on the showroom. Yeah. No, Chris, I'm not reading that comment. Uh, Blake said he's a very opinionated gay man that r refers to the Big 12 as a sexual predator. Okay. Wow, okay. okay. I mean, um, uh, you know. Yeah, that's uh, stupid. Roger Sales, I'm training for a triathlon too. Ping pong, pool, and golf. I love it. Dude. I love it. Truck Stop Gumby says China. 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 Uh, let's see, uh, Ryan Fair, San Diego State needs to bring a military-themed game like UCF has a space game. Could stick big time. Yeah, I mean, I love the Gonzaga-Michigan State game on the aircraft. Don't you fucking do it. Don't do it. I see you working. I loved the Bulldogs versus the Spartans on the aircraft carrier. Gonzaga. 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 I like Gonzaga. You're going to get me killed one of these days. Gonzaga. Uh, Gonzaga, Michigan State on the aircraft carrier in San Diego was sweet. Gonzaga. I thought, I, <laughs> I thought it was amazing. Tanner Plummer says, is your promotion going to be for RSL? Why do you care? <laughs> uh, too, many, too many ads on this show. Yeah. Jansen, uh, it's weird to know Phil would sit in his office with no socks and shoes on. Totally weird. Yeah, it's odd, dude. Um, Saul Goodman, go Tigers! Go Tigers! Go Tigers! <laughs> Monty, it's the Suck 12. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Our great Floridian, Maury Alvarez. Monty, keep Nike in business all by his lonesome. I do. Yeah, are we going to buy some uh, Jordan golf shoes? We are. We are. You know. Uh, spot on with the Pac-12 refs, Archer Quick says. Dude, like when I actually covered USC, when I lived in LA, I covered SC football. I've like there, there are some games that are just like, 
are you guys in the stadium? Dude, like, and you think NBA refs are bad. Pac-12 officials, <laughs> like they'll wait till the final play of the game. They won't call like holding ever. And I'm like, oh shit, that looks like a touchdown. Hey, Steve, throw the flag. No. That's holding. On who? I don't know. Make it up. <laughs> <laughs> like, Congratulations, but that's bullshit. Out of nowhere, McKinnon Tech Dan. There aren't top refs in the Pac-12. We have better high school refs around here. Around these parts. Truth, man. Absolutely true. True. Jacob DeLambo says, I'd, I'd say 40% ads if the Pac is paying them to talk about them. Exactly right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Renee Roca, I lost a good chunk of change betting on BYU last year. Never again. Dude. Dude, that Oregon Apologize game. Apologize to that man. That Oregon game. Jamie Bryce. Uh, Iowa fan here, but enjoy your content. Thanks, Jamie. Yeah, I appreciate you. Appreciate Roy Mar Roy Marble forever, okay? Uh, you know who Roy Marble is? No. God, I'm old. I'm so old. I used to hate Iowa. Then one of my brother's best friends went to Iowa. Hugh Janus. For school, and that was it. I loved Iowa. It was amazing. Uh, Gary said, moved away from Nike, all in on Adidas and on running. You know what, dude? If I'm running, yeah, I'm a Hoka guy. Yeah. How many people in the comments were Hoka? Dude. I haven't been converted yet. Oh, you are crazy. I work out. We Well, we work out together every day, so you know this. I work out in Hoka every morning. Yeah. So good. Although the Nike Hirachi is a pretty good lifting shoe. Yeah, the Hirachi's tough to beat, dude. But I'm telling you, the Hoka. But the Hirachi runs kind of small. You got to get like half size It does. It pinches your, the toe box is really small. Yeah. Which is different than a small camel toe. Right. But my point the is, skunk. yeah, you know, my point is the Hoka's the best running shoe ever. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says Gonzaga. Mm -hmm. Gonzaga. 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 Um, Jansen, Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, Ken says soccer sucks. Hey, you know. Wow. Uh, Zesty's retro and games. So if the, if the <laughs> suck 12, are you happy now? If the suck 12 survives the big 12 Zaga in what schools? Yeah. If the Pac-12 survives, I have to believe it's San Diego State and SMU. You just hear it too much. In the Big 12, boy, that's tough. Because I think the Big 12 would it, will has, essentially, I mean, I, I think they're going to add Gonzaga. There's no doubt about that. Gonzaga. And I think it's just a matter of time. I, I don't see how the Pac-12 stays together. Yeah. My opinion is, is that the Arizona schools both are going to be in the Big 12. And then I think uh, Colorado will be there as well. And then you're probably going to pick up, you know, an Oregon State or a lower tier school. That's my opinion, though. Yeah. I, I would agree with that. I just I, I think it's very difficult, you guys, to forecast stuff like that. And I hate doing it. Yeah. I, we don't do it in, in anything else, you know. We just don't. Uh, Jacob DeLambo says, arena football with Space Force. Okay. Okay, yeah. Uh, if it's an RSL promotion, I'll care. You won't win. Um, <laughs> you won the Xbox. Yeah, you know. You know. He won that Xbox like two years ago now. Yeah. Uh, but he won the Xbox, so he's not eligible to win anything. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, remember that. Yeah, and by the way, there are too many ads on this show, so. That's right, T. 
Yeah, it's, it's going to be amazing. And you are going to be kicking yourself. You are going to be so upset that you were mean to me. You're going to ask your wife to put on stilettos and stomp on your ankle bone. I'm so bricked up right now. I'm telling you right now, you're going to miss it. Uh, his promotion will be for discounted colonoscopies, gentlemen. Oh, my God. Damn. Dude, I told Jake this today. Today's the first day my butt feels 100%. <laughs> Oh. You ain't wrong. <laughs> Tell you, the colonoscopy prep is not nearly as bad as people make it out to be. Uh, Ken Williams says, Monty, I bought four cases of Miami. Really? Make Drink them cold, dude. Like, Do it. I am, Do it. I am all in. And again, you guys, I always, I always tell you that you got you to gotta, gotta drink your Do fucked it. up cold, dude. Do it. Got to breathe. Uh, no. No, I'm not playing your game. Uh, Jeremy Callahan, Roy Marble reference. Wow. Who remembers Kenny Battle? I remember Kenny Jack Battle. Jackass. J.K. Marshall says, Brooks and Asics? Really? I haven't, I haven't thought about Asics in forever. Tony uh, Walshin, did you see Wilner's story on the head of officiating in the pack? So, were we not just talking about this? I believe we were. Like two minutes ago. What? Officiating in the pack. We were. Like, did, with, how? Oh, did John put a story out today? I have no idea. Okay, now I have no I'm going to have to go and look. I did not see it. Come on. I did not. Truck Stop Gumby says Crocs. Nobody wears Crocs. Stop it. Uh, Jansen, just like what they say in the movie, Air Adidas just means all day I dream about sex. That's true, dude. Waves in opposition. I don't wear Adidas in all day. No, not too. I have one pair of Ultra Boosts. That's it. Me too. And who? where'd I get them? Me. Jake gave them to me for Christmas. Hugh Jazz Dick. Bro. Hugh Jazz Dick. Dude. Who, is that an official? Hugh Janus. Is that a official in the Pac-12? Uh, our head official today, Hugh Jazz Dick. Hugh Janus. Hugh Jazz Dick. Hugh Janus. Uh, McKinnitech Dan. Uh, the holster king of America. Adidas Ultra Boosts all day. They are comfortable. Yeah, they are comfortable. I dude. buy whatever's on sale at Academy. Ooh. I don't. Renee Roca, Iowa's great coach Hayden Fry is from my hometown of Odessa, Texas. Odessa? Did you guys see the... No. Nope. Not doing it. I go opposite. Merrill's with zero support, Mike M says. <laughs> Merrill's are comfortable. I wear the... You give me shit all the time because I wear the house shoes. Yeah, but those the, are house shoes. Those yeah, are uh, the those problem. Are I give you crap about those because you shouldn't be wearing house shoes. You're not old enough to do that yet. But they're super comfortable. What yeah, but mean? why aren't you wearing your slides? Yeah, uh, Tanner Plummer, Monty, you should be outraged by the Suck Twelve comment. Did you say you were a Suck Twelve fan? I am a Pac Twelve fan. Uh, Memphis to the Big Twelve. That's an interesting one. I've heard that before, especially with Penny Hardaway in basketball. Bob Holsey says, oh, as long as I know how to love, I know I'm still alive. I'm so bricked up right now. Okay. Awkward. Uh, Renee Roca, uh, Utah will lead the Mountain West. Stop. Utah's not. <laughs> That's so mean. Uh, let's see. Haven't bought Nike in 10 years. Might end that soon. Delambo. You have to, bro. Let's go. Well, get yourself a nice pair of blazers let's and go. call it a day. Unleash the onslaught of ads, Jeremy Callahan says. All the ads. All the ads. Just, I mean, unleash all of them. Every single one of them. Yeah. I all mean, of them. all of them. Yeah. You know. In God's name, image, you know. and likeness. I'm just <laughs> I think it's so funny that we, we, no, no. I'm not playing your little games, sir. 
I cannot wait to talk about UFOs. Wait until you guys see the UFO video we have an hour from now. Little Jizzy says, Monty is salty about some feedback, LOL. I'm not. No, I'm I just, not. I just, yeah, I, I think, you know, I disagree that it's 60% ads. No, I, in, we're very tactical about how we put yeah, ads in. I, in fact, I would tell you we're one of the only shows out there that doesn't take any breaks, does three, out, three and a half hours most days straight, and basically has one video ad that plays an hour outside of what YouTube does. Yeah, and yeah, we have way, no control over what YouTube does. By the way, the analytics are telling us that more and more people are going to YouTube Premium for our showroom. Which means you pay for YouTube and you don't get ads. Yeah. Uh, Matt Ritson, I like Russell Athletic clothes. Very cheap on money. And I used to wear yeah, Russell all the time. It's good value for the uh, money. Montoscopy. Yeah, dude. No polyps, though. Yeah. Clean bill of health. Pipe and, job was clean, dude. Dude. And it puts out now. J.K. Marshall, about, about time for pimping more Papa Murphy's. Yeah. Exactly. We'll uh, play you some Aaron Rodgers coming up in a minute. Tanner Plummer, LOL, Monty, I've been mean to you like you've been an angel. I'm perfect in every way, shape, and form. That's right. You notice You notice, You notice. notice. it's called the Monty Show, not the Tanner Show? Yeah. You notice that? Duh. Kenny Duh-gas. Battle. Jeremy Callahan says, Kenny Battle. Uh, read my other one, Monty. Read your other one. Where's um, Ken's other comment? Jesus. There are too many comments. Uh, um, let me see. There scroll he is right scroll. there, right there, right there. Uh, Monty, I bought four cases of Miami na na na. Uh, uh, okay. okay. I'm not sure what that is, Ken. I don't know what that means. I don't. Uh, let's see. Uh, Blake gave us a $10 tip to say, why would the Big 12 add Gonzaga over... UConn because that's a good question right there. I think that Brett Yormark's been pretty clear. They want to go West, not East. And I, I am of the belief that one, I think there's a larger move for UConn coming. I don't, we, we don't talk about it much because I don't know, but I'm telling you that. Yeah. I think there's a larger move coming from them. The tile king of Utah is in. Jet Wayman says, sup, ladies and gents. Yeah, Jet, how's uh, how's Draper these days, my guy? Yeah, what's up, man? Uh, Blake says, upper Washington is closer to Provo than UConn to Morgantown. Okay. You know. Because UConn is greater than Zago. Well, I mm. think Q factor, I don't think I'd agree with that. But... You, I mean, you may well be right. Joshua the Bala. Trust me, bro. Wingstop Honey Hot uh, Chicken Sammy. Oh, my God. So many people yeah. have been telling me about that sandwich. Not had it yet. Jeremy Callahan, what would be a larger move for UConn? We'll see. I think UConn... problem is UConn has football. So, we'll see. I think... I don't know. You got to wait and see. UConn... I think you have to wait and see what happens with, with the... With the ACC. Okay. Uh, real quick. Ken is so committed to us reading this comment, which I agree. He does not know. Right there in the middle. You see right there in the middle? Ken doesn't what know. What the F is Hoka, LOL. Good name for a hooker. I think Tanner Caesar. Jesus. Um, <laughs> Bro, Hoka is a shoe brand. Hoka is a shoe brand, Ken. And it is remarkable. Yeah. It's blowing up. I yeah, I love it. I am a huge. I, like I said, I wear them all the time. H-O-K-A. The thing with Hoka is they're good for multiple things. So, like, if you're the hardcore runner, Hoka's a great place to be. If you want just a comfortable beat-around shoe, Hoka's a great place to be. You know, like, you just they just work. Yeah. I don't disagree. Okay. Are you, are you guys ready for this? Uh, JW, another Pac-12 ref just left. 
Jack Cass. Hugh Jack, Janus. Jack Cass uh, said he's tired of the drama. So like See what he did there. Jackass. Jack, Anita Dick and Ming. Jackass. Right. You know what Anita I'm saying? Anita Dick. That's yeah. Hiscock. By the way, you guys know where that's from. Because I happen to run into this video today. Dave's in opposition. Anita Dick is an opponent. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. That is from the Florida legislature, and it's 100% authentic. He just says it so definitively. He's like, Holden Hiscock. Like, how do you, how do you not? Dude. Like, how? I, I, I don't know. Like, how do you say that not once, but twice? Yeah. Hiscock. In the in legislative session. Waves in opposition. How do you say that? Not once, but twice. Hiscock. Dude, like, that's amazing. That that's real. Uh, Hoka and Hookah. Exactly yeah. right. Is that like TJ Hookah? You know, no no hard H's on this show, sir. <laughs> Joshua the Baller's comment, though. Uh, he says drops are crazy. Hiscock. That's Chaboy over there. Uh, Tom says his assistant that just keeps handing him these names is hilarious. She didn't get it either. Nah, no, she and, was and smooth they, with it too. And she's like, okay, got to move on. They're not here. They're, I, I don't believe they're in the chamber, sir. Where is it? Hold on. Right Dave's here. in opposition. I need a dick. I need a dick. Okay. He's an opponent. Look at her. Um, no, not here. Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock. He's also Thanks, an opponent. Julia. And the next day, Julia became a Pac-12 official because she can't fucking read either. <laughs> right, right. And you, as you can see, I'm going through some shit right now. She hands him the paper, Holden Hiscock. Bet you weren't expecting this one. Hey, Holden, you out there? You know the worst part about that video? We were at Costco like a couple of weeks ago now. And my wife goes, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And she goes, and I'm like, what? And she goes, look at it. Look at his name. <clears throat> the, the the like the facilitator guy who boxes all your groceries for the Buddy. cashier. Buddy. Buddy's name was Holden. Hiscock. And she's like, oh. Hiscock. Hiscock. Come on, man. Like it's it's permeated my personal <laughs> life. Eric and Raleigh. Hey, hey, Eric and Raleigh. What's up, OG? What's up, my guy? Uh, Dick Manlove votes in opposition. Waves in opposition. Mike M says Holden Hiscock. Hiscock. Geoff <laughs> says I can't even say boobs without laughing. That guy's astounding. <laughs> and he says it just like, hey. <laughs> like, like the I, look out into the crowd is what's so awesome about Dave's it. Dave's in opposition. I need like, a dick. Look at his face. He never even smirks. He's an opponent. <laughs> and the question is, is Julia Waves in opposition. laughing? Holden Dave's. Just just watch Julia's face here. Dave's in opposition. Anita Dick. Look at her cover her mouth right here. Opponent. <laughs> Waves in opposition. Holden Hiscock is also an opponent. So wait, let me get this right. You handed him a slip of paper that said Anita Dick. Then you Anita laughed Dick. at you laughed at him for saying that with a straight face. You're like <laughs> So you handed him one that said Holden Hiscock? <laughs> And Hiscock. <laughs> Hiscock. Hiscock. <laughs> Did you not read it before you or I don't know. Um. Government in our country, friends. 
government in our country. It, it you know. Uh, Mike M says, that guy must have never experienced public school. Never. Right? Because I was in class with Tom, Dick, and Harry. <laughs> you know. You know. Uh, butter or toast for all the butter. What time does NBA talk start today? What's the over on toast for all the butter being a second James Knight account? Like a seventh James Knight account. Like five minutes because we got to do uh, Money Makes You Money because hey, there's Monty. an early tip today. Yeah, what's Lee what's... Jensen, what's the waves in opposition even mean? I must be too innocent. Waves in opposition. Um, essentially, that means that you're not going to say anything, but you're opposed to what His they're cock. talking. I'm sure they were talking His about cock. some HOA thing. You know, two master, oh, whoa, two master says sources, Dick Manlove votes in opposition. <laughs> when I, we were having such a normal show today. My source. Uh... Hugh Janus. You know, I was talking to the commissioner. Um... Hugh Janus. No, I'm not doing it. Uh, I'm not doing it. Derek, don't encourage people <laughs> with your stupid little laugh, Derek. Don't do it. Uh, not a good take, Jake. Toast for all the butters. So says. is that a yes? Uh, hey, Tim and Jake, pour one out for Raleigh Sports today. Joe Ovius and Joe Giglio had their sh Oh, no. What? Joe no. Ovius is th the OG. Dude, are you serious? Oh, no. Joe Ovius is a stud. I loved I worked with him at ESPN, and he's just such a good dude. ESPN's going through it right now. I have a lot of friends at ESPN and they're the, the level of, I can tell you, and I probably shouldn't, the level of frustration at ESPN because the, the, they don't, they just view the layoffs as not necessary. And it, the, this is the frustrating part about ESPN that we've talked about with the fact that they're making a ton of money. They're, they're, they quite literally are doing well and they're still cutting hundreds of heads. And by the looks of his Twitter feed, he was not prepared for it. Joe? You're never prepared for it. Yeah, but like sometimes you have an idea. Sometimes you're like, all right, yeah, this is probably happening. But like... I mean, do you guys understand they cut program directors and executive producers on like money-making shows? Yeah. Like Which is shows, precisely why we don't work for radio shows stations. Shows that are making big bread, shows that are... like, And it's there's just no way to... You mean you were doing your job and you still got fired? You know. It's insane, dude. If it, I knew what I was going to fucking do, I'd have already fucking done it. And, and I loved my time at ESPN. And, and it is... The frustrating part about this is... And I'll, I'll equate this to what I went through. I was at 1320K Fan in Salt Lake City. Yeah. And when I, I was the program director and I was <clears> hosting Morning Drive. We made more money than the station had ever made. The biggest year. Round it up. Call it a million bucks. My contract is up for renewal in October. Yeah. They tell me in June, hey, we're, we're, we are looking to sell the land under the transmitter. And we believe we'll be able to do that. Um, we would love um, you to stay on until that happens. And they immediately took all of the money away that we could spend. So um, we didn't go to Pac-12 Media Day. We didn't. Bonuses went away. Like, So let me get this right. We had the top-rated morning show. 
arguably the top-rated afternoon show. We were making hand-over-fist historic money at that station. Go ahead, sell the land so that the station goes out of business. That's the problem with radio. Yeah. And every day, somebody will say, well, why aren't you guys working radio, man? Why no, would we? Why would we? Why would we? Why would Like, we had a guy today. Huh. Yeah, this is awesome. Real original. <sighs> Wait until you hear this story. Because it, it, it's, it's mind-numbing to me. This hour of the show presented by our friends at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you download the Papa Murphy's app tonight. Uh, order your marinara meatballs. Have you not tried the marinara meatball from Papa Murphy's Pizza? Use the promo code MATI25 to get 25% off your purchase. $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Yeah, this whole layoff thing is frustrating, dude. So we're sitting here today. Yeah. And my phone rings. And I'm oh. like, go. Oh, 801 number. Here okay. Hello? And it's some dude railing. You're a douche. Hey, is this Tim? Yes. Do you host the Monty show? Yes. And he just goes into it. And I'm like, wait a minute, who is this? And it's a real estate guy who, cause we're, we're moving studios, right? So we've been talking to a bunch of real estate guys. Well, there, there, there was this one particular real estate place that never called me back. They have the perfect spot, never called me back. So we said on the show last week, it's really frustrating that this place and this time never called us back, like just completely blew us off. Can't believe it because there's vacancies for studios and office spaces all over the valley. And so this guy like is yelling at me about how I, you know, spoke poorly of him. I can't remember exactly what he said now, but essentially, how dare you speak poorly of me? Right. I'll go to your whoever, your supervisor, your boss. And I'm like, dude, you're talking I'll just to go me. over your head. Yeah, I'll, that's what he said. I'll go over your head. Oh. And I'm like, oh, so you're going to go talk to my boss? Well, you're talking to him. Oh, we got off on the wrong foot. Sorry, And he bro. immediately pivoted to, oh, you know what? We got off on the wrong foot. Oh. Oh. Get out of let here. Me, let me ask this question. NBA in three minutes. Let me, let me ask this question. Why is it that people, more and more people, think it's a good idea or an idea that will get you a result that you like, why do you think that you can just call someone and be like, you're a douche, you're an asshole, you're terrible, I hate you, you're awful, like all these negative things. Yeah, I don't know because it happens, it happens more than you would believe. And then, and then they want to say, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go over your head and talk to your boss. Yeah, there is no boss, dude. This is like, you're talking to him. And then they're like, oh, my bad, dude. Sorry, dude. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to say that's not the best decision you've ever made. Yeah. It's really not. And yeah, if you are listening, now we're not interested. That's yeah. that's the thing. Like, I, we're, like, that's what I don't understand. Like, why? Like, we were interested. It was a really good spot. It actually is ideally located for us. But now, you know, it just is annoying, dude. I don't understand why you would call someone and try to rip them a new one to yeah, get what you know. want, dude. It's weird. I don't know. Jay Washington says, interesting on of how they waited until this long before going off. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, 192 likes need eight more. Okay, oh, come on. Let's go. Let's come dude, through. I'm slacking off. Yeah, if you guys could please hit the like button. 
Uh, we have had a ton of people watching the show today. I appreciate all you guys yeah. who have watched. Yeah. Uh, please hit the like button. We always like to get to 200 likes. Uh, on the Monty Show, presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business where you never pay the advocates a penny until they win your case. See, so there are no retainers, no consultation fees. In fact, did you know right now you can go to theadvocates.com and you can talk to an attorney live online for free at theadvocates.com. And trust me, you guys, you didn't deserve to get in that accident. You didn't deserve to get hurt at work. You do deserve an advocate. Theadvocates.com, the best. I've known those guys for over a decade. Um, it's amazing. Every time we talk to them, Every time I've ever dealt with the advocates, they care about their communities that they serve in. So if you're in Boise, if you're in Phoenix, if you're in you know Idaho, Wyoming, they can take care of you. If you're in Utah, obviously they can take care of you. This is their home. I've known Matt Driggs, like I said, for over 10 years. Dude, really good people. Give them a chance. You have nothing to lose. Theadvocates.com. All right, let's get you to the NBA because we're about to tip off. In fact, we have in Cleveland. That means the land. It's the land. It's time for Monty to make you money. Remember when we used to say that exclusively? We would never say Cleveland. We said the land. The land. Which I used to Hey, love. look, Cleveland turned it over. Who'd have thought? Yeah, I'm telling you, <laughs> Evan Mobley's a problem for the Cavs. Evan so Mobley is a problem for the Cleveland Cavaliers. And underway um, in a must-win for Cleveland, right? Cavs are minus five and a half. The number's 202 and a half. How do you like this game? What do you see? Wow, geez, that was a brick. Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, you'd expect the Cavs to come out and have a big night, you know? Um, I, I would expect the Cavs to win this game, honestly. I would. But the problem is, is they've been incredibly unreliable. And I think that they haven't made shots. And, you know, we're going to get to the Suns. But I think that if you watch the Suns game last night, the Cavs need to have that kind of game where you make shots, you play defense, you do what you're supposed to do. And they just don't do that often enough. And that's why they're in the situation they're in. Yeah, and Donovan Mitchell just missed a standing wide open three-point J. Yeah. Which is remarkable. 2 nothing, Knicks. Uh, I love the Cavs in this game. I think it is the only way to 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 duck at this game um, is to go with Cleveland to cover the five and a half, and I think it goes over the two o two. Yeah, I think it. I, th- I definitely think it goes over the two o two. They're only they're only running the two o two thing because you know Cleveland has this propensity to score seventy nine points, but I don't think you're scoring yes, seventy nine points at home. So you know, yeah, I think you go over, but I'm not confident in either of these two teams. I think that. Cleveland, I'm, on this game, I would bet Cleveland, I would bet them to cover, and I would bet it to go over. I'm with you on it. But I'm not I'm not 100% like, no doubt about it, that's going to win tonight. What do, you, what do you get from Donovan Mitchell tonight? Because I think 30 points is the minimum. I think this 30 is, an, is the over-under. This it's is like, an elimination game. Yeah. It's Knicks. By the way, if you haven't been following it, Knicks are up 3-1, and the Cavs were brutal in game four. Mm-hmm. And Donovan, what did he have? Eleven points or something stupid like that. Yeah, you expect him to come out and have a big night. This is a must win, and I don't care if he's hurt. I don't want to hear that. You know, he's just trying to find his way. Dude, this is the NBA playoffs, and you're either you're either going to perform or you're going to go home tonight. Yeah, and both of these teams are a mess, frankly, right now. They've missed layups and threes, and they're turning the ball over left and right. 
um, as the Knicks run out on a two-on-one that leads to a, oh my God, Josh Hart missed a layup, a wide-open layup, and R.J. Barrett missed a wide-open tip. So that's how it's going to be tonight. But that's what this series has been, right? Like, it's been a series where a lot of bad basketball has been played. That's right. And I'm not saying that either of these two teams suck. They're just not playing good ball right now. There's not. At all. And I think you look at this game, this could easily be 10-4 Knicks. And they've missed open jumpers, and they've missed now three layups. Yeah. So I'm taking Cleveland to win this game. I think they cover. I think it goes over. Um, and another Nick turnover. I should just turn it off. Uh, Cavs will win this game by five and a half. Uh, where are you guys in the comments section on this game? Uh, let's see. All the to- Plenty of toast for all the butter. Mitchell needs to pull out uh, one of those 50-point games. Yes, he does. Dude, I'm with you. Ken Williams says, Jazz for life. Renee Roca. He take it tonight. Ooh, I don't know about that. That's nah, going to be tough. We're going to talk about that game in a minute. Donnie, ride or die with uh, with your brother. Well, I'm a Donnie guy, and he's got to perform. And the other guy that's got to perform for Cleveland just knocked down a three, and that is uh, Karis Levert. I think that's a huge one. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Lamont Tucker says, UConn to the Big Ten. Could it be? I think it could be. I think it could be. Blake says, well, R.J. Barrett has been no bueno. Well, he was pretty pretty bueno last game. He's a big part of the reason they won that game. But again, an inconsistent doesn't player. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't continue. One game continue. he's hot, one game he's cold. Boyd Lake, the king of SEO. What's up, Boyd? Good to see you, my friend. The load management are done, too. Got to get ready to manage the load next year. I mean, as a man, I think we're always managing our loads. Yeah, I mean, load we? management is a crucial life you know. skill, you know. Ken Williams says jazz, jazz, jazz. Yeah. No, no, no. Lakers play tonight, by the way. Um, Arush says dimple. Okay. Uh, Mike M says Jim butt. And Gary says Lakers close out. I think these games tonight, these are the games that define who you are as as a basketball team. I think when you look at these games tonight, as Riley O'Brien says, there are no resets. Right, no resets. Right? Right, no resets. Ain't no reset. That's right, ain't no reset. Ain't no reset. Knicks have now missed seven layups. Let's make that eight. My God. Yeah. Um, I think that you have to close this out tonight. If Mm -hmm. this goes back to the Garden, I think Cleveland wins the series. If this gets the 3-2, I think Cleveland's got a legit shot to win the series. Because that means... That means Don and Levert went off. That's what that means. Yeah, I think, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't trust either of these two teams, and I really don't have a great grip on how these, the rest of, like, on how this game itself is going to go. The, the Cavs are going to pull away in the second half. I hope so. This is going to be an ugly basketball game for the first quarter, and then I think the Cavs will pull away in the second half. I hope so. Uh, all right. Ken Williams says the Lakers suck. Okay. Uh, I don't know. The Knicks might end it today. I, w- I would love to see that happen as a casual observer of the New York Knicks. I'd love to see that happen, but I don't trust R.J. Barrett. And the only way they win this game tonight is if R.J. Barrett gives them 20 to 25 points. Yeah. And I just don't see him doing that. He's not been that guy this year. He's pouted all year long. And I just don't see, I don't see him doing that. Man, the Cavs look terrible. The Cavs look, brick Cavs look absolutely after brick terrible. after brick. Keaton Critchlow says, I took the Knicks uh, spread. You did. What'd you get it at, Keaton? Uh, Mike, can AD stay healthy through a playoff run? Not a chance. Not a chance. Lakers at Memphis. 
coming up in about 20 minutes. Ain't minus no smoke. Yeah, apparently you are, Ja. Uh, minus four, 222 and a half. The uh, Grizz are favored. I love, 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 love when the Memphis Grizzlies lose. Soft person, Tennessee. But here's the problem. I think Anthony Davis is not healthy now with this hip injury thing. And I have no belief that Anthony Davis is going to come through for the Lakers. And Nothing I think street closed Davis. If they if they don't close tonight, they're going to lose this series. <clears throat> yeah, must win game. I, I don't know how else you would even look at it. Yep. And I think they've done a really good job defensively. I think Dennis Schroeder has given them a ton, which I think is hugely important. Dude, I'm telling you right now, if if you're the Lakers and you want to win this series, you got to win tonight. Yeah. You yeah. got to win tonight. Well, and I think it's it's really interesting. Like when you have the 3-1 advantage, you got to just put it to bed ASAP as soon as possible. Because the other thing that that needs to be said is the Lakers need the rest. They're not a young team. And and I think, you know, Bron's feeling it. I, obviously, like you just talked about with Anthony Davis's hip, like you got some guys on that team that are banged up and could really yeah. use a day or two to just kind of, you know, rehab their body, get some ice baths going, like all the stuff that you need to do to get your body right. They could really use that. And I think that, you know, unfortunately, Anthony Street Clothes Davis is going to continue to be Street Clothes. So, you know, what do you do? The answer is I don't know what you do. And the, the number in this game is very interesting. It's minus four. The question is, do you think Memphis wins or do you think the Lakers win? Yeah, for me, I, I, I want to take the Lakers in this game. I do, but I don't trust them. So I think you got to go with Memphis. I think it's a tight Ooh. game. Memphis wins by one possession, uh, and I think you're under. I think the Lakers win, and I think you're over. Okay. Because both these teams can score. But again, I, I think Memphis is mentally beat. And the thing that I'm curious about is what is Jaron Jackson Jr.? That's what I need to know. Because who's the Devin Booker in this game? Who is it? I mean, it should be Ja, it's, but it's not. But it hasn't been. Yeah. It was Desmond Bain, right, in game four. But Jaron Jackson Jr. gave you 14 and 14 and really didn't feel like didn't feel like that he was a factor in this game. Yeah. No. I mean he not he much of one. Yeah, he wasn't. And I think that But he gave you five blocks, but it didn't feel like in the fourth quarter he was much of a factor at all, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean he the truth is he didn't decide the game. I mean, and he's capable of being that guy in the fourth quarter. And I think the problem is, is that Jaw's hand is really limiting him as far as shooting the ball. And so he's not that same, you know, dynamic guy that he is when he can shoot the three ball. Because once the three ball is going down, you're in a world of hurt with Ja. But since he doesn't have that, it's a lot easier. Yeah, I don't know. I thought Ja, I thought Ja played well. Um, I thought that he, especially early, but man, I, I look at all of the shots that Jaron Jackson took and missed mm -hmm. in the fourth quarter. Like, I mean, it he it just feels like he he missed a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't I don't know, dude. I feel like John Morant um did nothing in the fourth quarter. Um I look at Jaron Jackson Jr. I, I just feel like I don't know, man. I, I think their big players have to step forward. Yeah. I think they have to step forward. And but, I think Dylan Brooks not being a factor in the second half. Yeah. Like that's a problem. You you cannot, in my opinion, 
get outplayed that badly by, by Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain dominated for you in the fourth quarter. Yeah. He's the reason that game stayed close. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know. I could be wrong. I'm happy to, to say I'm wrong, but I, I think you got to go with the Lakers in this game. There you go. I think unequivocally you got to go with the Lakers. I'm going to take the Lakers to win, and I think it goes over the, excuse me, the 222 and a half. I, I think it goes over. Um, and then you've got Miami at Milwaukee, 730 on NBA TV. Mm-hmm. This game's impossible. By what justification is Milwaukee a 12-point favorite? <laughs> How do you justify that? Yeah, I think it's a couple of things. I don't agree with the 12-point number, but here's the story I think that's, that they're trying to tell, which is Jimmy had the game of his life last, last time around, which won the Heat the game. Yep. Giannis did not have a good game, both defensively and offensively. Yep. And I think there's a belief that Giannis can bring the Bucks back. That Giannis is by twelve. It well, yeah, but that's my point. Like I, I don't understand why it's twelve. Like I can understand seven or eight, but twelve seems excessive. But I just think that there's a belief that people will bet on Giannis to bring them back. Uh, I don't know, man. Twelve. It, that this is a huge number. Am I? And look, you got. Do you guys? Do you guys buy into this? I mean, 12 points, 12. I, I find this to be outrageous with what Jimmy Butler did. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's not 12. I, I, I think you're talking about a five-point game, you know. In, so you're going to take the heat to cover. Yeah, you're taking the heat to cover. Uh, I do think that this game goes under in Milwaukee because I think Milwaukee is going to play much better defense. I, I would agree. going to be way more locked I would agree. In. Uh, and they're playing for their life. So you would expect them to, you would expect a 40 piece out of Giannis for sure. But maybe, maybe not. I don't know. I was a little surprised, you know, this last game in Miami, really surprised that Giannis didn't have 30. There was plenty of opportunities. He just was very passive, very not locked in, like just kind of meh, you know, yeah. not the usual aggressive run you over dunk on you Giannis. So I don't know. I, I don't know what that was out of Giannis, but I can guarantee you, you will get normal Giannis tonight. I think, and again, this is just my opinion. If I were to be a man of ducket placing, mm -hmm. there's no way that you're betting the box to cover the 12. <laughs> no. There's no way. And by the way, I also don't think there's any way you can bet the over in this game. I think you take Miami and I think you take the, I think you go under it. I think you absolutely go under it. Jeremy Callahan. Hey, Monty, how about the under with Giannis the other day? We're looking pretty smart now, eh? Yeah, he didn't score 30. but No, I... he didn't score 28. He scored 26, and you were having a panic attack on text. Yeah, I mean, it was frustrating. There was no reason, like, like I just said. I mean, I don't mean to repeat myself, but it just felt like he wasn't engaged. It just kind of felt like he was blah, like he just was sort of half there. It felt like a guy who had a back injury is what it felt like. It felt like a guy whose body hurt. Yeah. That's what it felt like. Jet Wayman says bucks by 15, just saying. Yeah, bucks by 15. I don't know about that, Jet. As the resident bookmaker on this show. Yeah, bucks by 15 is a little aggressive, my man. That feels a lot aggressive. Yeah. Bucks by yeah. 15. Okay. Jeremy Callan, yep, a five-point game one way or the other. 
Yeah. Dude. Chat, you're throwing me off my center here. Bucks by 15. Yeah, Keaton Critchlow. 12 points. Got to take the heat. As dogs, you do. Fear the deer says Giannis is still hurt. It's obvious. I think so. Jeremy Callahan, Giannis was doing his Kawhi AD imitation the other night. Well, <laughs> you ain't wrong. Okay, so what do we want to put the over-under on for Giannis points? I think it's got to be 25. Oh, That's like... Uh, he's going over 25 points. Okay, do you want to do 28 again? 30. Okay, 30. 29 and a half. Okay, 29 and a half. I'm saying he's over that, but... I think he's over that. I think he's over that. Yeah. I would agree. All right, final game of the night is probably the game of the night. <laughs> Golden State, the Warriors... At the beam team. Now, this is a proper line. Sacramento hosting the Golden State Warriors. Uh, it's plus two to Golden State. Mm-hmm. Or, I'm sorry, minus two to Golden State. Plus two for Sacramento. Now, we all know what that line is. It's, that line's playing on the emotional heartstrings of Warrior fans. We all know what that is. I would agree with that 100%. We all know what that is. 235. 235. You know what this feels like to me? This feels like the Kings are going to bounce. Now, okay, what do you think of De'Aaron? I think he'll be fine. I think the the injury injury is his finger is really sore, but I don't think it's a situation where, you know, De'Aaron Fox isn't going to be able to shoot, isn't going to be able to operate. Like, Jaws injury is way worse than what De'Aaron's dealing with. And you notice that I saw it on ESPN the other day. Uh, De'Aaron's injury, when he sustained it, he was like, ow, my hand just kind of hurts. But yes. he just he played right through it, no problem. So I don't have any doubts that he'll be fine. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I think, I think one of the interesting things, and again, this is just my opinion, but I think one of the interesting things about this is I think De'Aaron's the motor that makes them go. But this is exactly what happened with Kobe. Yeah, Kobe had the broken finger, the dislocated knuckle, the broken bone in the finger, and it, he didn't miss a beat. Yeah, but I'm not saying De'Aaron Fox is Kobe Bryant. It's first opportunity to be though. But guys that play hurt, who make the statement because De'Aaron said, "There's no chance I'm missing this game." Yeah, no chance I am missing this game. Yeah, I think you have to buy into De'Aaron Fox. I'm taking the Kings to win the game. Yeah, yeah, I think. Hmm. Uh, Mm-mm-mm. Put your balls on the table, boy. Yeah, I think I got to take the Warriors. I think it's a must-win game for them. They know if they Ooh. lose this game, you know, you, you're 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 done, obviously. By the way, did you hear that Draymond and uh, Chaboy Poole mm-hmm. had another altercation? I'll drop that motherfucker. Around about January, mm-hmm. Draymond Green called out Jordan Poole for being unprofessional in a team meeting. And he said it was my, Draymond Green said it was my last moment. It was either going to be, they've accepted me and listened to me and I'm back as a leader or I'm out altogether. And he said they accepted me. They took it seriously. Jordan didn't like it, but everybody rolled with me on it. So they had another yeah. incident in the but, locker room. But, you know, Draymond didn't punch him in the face. No, that was the first time where he knocked him out. He knocked him out. Yeah. He knocked him out. Mike M says sack. Fear the deer says sack town, baby. I think if you're a betting man, you have to go at Sacramento, but I, I feel like there's a really good chance for the Warriors to win this one. Boyd Lake says splash brothers. And that's the thing I think you can't account for. Like 
What happens if if Steph and Clay have 60? What happens if they just go off? Well, I mean, anyway, it doesn't matter who's doing what. If they just go off, it's over. Yeah. It's over. They're not going to go off. Although this is as, as well as Clay has played all season. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. By the way, the Knicks have opened up a seven-point lead, 21-14-406, uh, to go in the first quarter. And Don's been a non-factor. And Danny Green just hit the side of the backboard with a shot. Dude, what are we doing? I mean, what are we doing? I don't know, dude. The Cavs look terrible. They they look terrible. Nate Davis says the Clippers and Clay, Leonard, Paul, George are done. I don't know what you do with with. Do you cut Kawhi Leonard? Yeah. Do you cut Paul George? No. You're not cutting either one of those guys. I could see you trading them. Hey, Claw. But if you guys didn't hear, Kawhi Leonard's got torn meniscus in the knee. So, yeah, that's not good. Knicks are dominating. Brunson's got 80. He hasn't missed a shot yet. And now he's got 10. 23-14. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. Unbelievable. Uh, Fear the Deer says, there's the pot calling the kettle black, Dre. Well... But we know you're not a Draymond guy we at all. It. I we know you're not it. a Draymond we fan. All right, so I'm taking the Cavs uh, to cover the five and a half, and it goes over. Mm-hmm. I'm taking the Lakers to win, and it goes over. I'm taking Milwaukee to get under the 12, and the over-under on Giannis at 30 points is over. And I'm taking the Kings to uh, win, and it goes over the 235. There you go. Yep. Yep. Okay. Where are you at? Uh, like, so you're taking took, the Warriors to win. Yeah, I'm taking the Warriors okay. to win, yeah. Uh, so I'm taking the Warriors. I'm taking, uh, I believe, I, I don't remember what I said now. Gone through too many games. Yeah. By the way, Eric and Raleigh ain't wrong. The Warriors made a huge mistake with the Jordan Poole extension. We'll see. Huge. We'll see. Yidge. Tell me that it, that's a huge mistake. It won't be a huge mistake once he matures, but okay. he needs to mature. Jay Washington, trade Kawhi, keep PG in Westbrook. Isn't that amazing how fortunes have changed for Westbrook? Nate Davis, I meant the Clippers are done with the boys, both those guys, yeah? Don't disagree with that. Riley O'Brien, Kyle Collinsworth told me the other day, Jalen Brunson is better than Donovan Mitchell. It's been on my mind since. Is it true? I know, reset. Um, I don't know about that. Games are a lot different, man. Yeah, they they play two totally different positions. I would say that Jalen is more reliable for like twenty five a night. Like he's just gonna he's he knows how to get his points. He know like he's real savvy. He's about an operator. It. Yeah, you know, like so you know what he's gonna give you on a nightly basis. But I think Don is more able to go off for 40, 45, 50. like. When Don is on, he's way better than Jalen Brunson. The well, problem is he's not on enough. I, I don't know how to get him on. He's 2 of 5 and 0 oh at 2 from 3. Yeah. So, I mean, he is already struggling again. Evan Mobley's been terrible in this game. Like, I, I just feel like Donovan Mitchell is playing with the weight of the world on his shoulders. Like, he's yeah, got to well, do the whole damn thing. And that's, that's not how the Cavs are going to win. That's not how the Cavs are going to win. Yeah. And Evan Mobley continues to be a massive disappointment, in my opinion. Just a massive disappointment. You know, and you can keep thinking that Danny Green will hit an occasional three, and that's probably true. 
But that guy's like a 10-minute player. This team's going to win or lose based on what Donovan Mitchell does because he makes everybody else's life easier. Yep, that's right. Same thing with Jalen Brunson. That's right. Same exact thing with Jalen Brunson. So I, 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 don't, I don't know. Is Don a pressure player? He hasn't been yet. He hasn't been, Can if we we're being honest. Book? Talk about Book while we're talking about pressure players. I don't know who that is. Yeah, Book. I'm not sure who you're talking about. Who are you, like, who are you talking about? I mean, you, you talking about KD? No. Oh, you talking about the sex machine? Uh-huh. Devin Booker. Right. The Kardashian Slayer. Right. That booty whacker. Wet, like on book. It's my guy. Right. <laughs> oh, Donovan Mitchell, he's better than book. Shut up. It vexes me. Oh, Devin Booker can't carry a team. Terribly vexed. What do you know? What do you know? Nothing. 47 points. The best player in the NBA right now in this playoffs. Devin Booker. Mm. Who scored the most points? Devin Booker. Who's hit the most clutch points? Devin Booker. <laughs> By the way, top three defensive guards, Devin Booker. Who's shooting it better than Devin Booker? Nobody. Right now, you need a bucket. Who are you giving the ball to? Yeah, probably Book. Sex machine. Yeah, I know what time it is. I think that's the end. I think that's it. That's the end of the conversation, right? That's the best game I've seen in his career. In my, it's better than the 70 point game. Um, it is the first time where I have said to myself, yeah, he does remind me of Kobe because he always has talked about that. He is, he is somebody who wants to resemble Kobe Bryant. And he says he wants his game to identify like that of Kobe. And I think last night's the first time where I was like, yeah, that's who that was. And Devin Booker carried that team through that series. I think Kevin Durant found himself the last two games. He was much more normal. Last night, I thought it was pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. And I think Devin Booker's the only reason they beat the Clippers. Yeah. Because without Booker, they're not winning that game. So, I, I mean, we can go round and without round about Book, it. They're not winning the 40-point Norman Powell game. Dude. I'm telling you, man. The guy's on fire right now. Uh, Brad Turner says, give me Brunson. Hate to say it. I, was, I want consistency. Don't disagree. His point was Jalen makes his teammates better, and if he beats Donovan back-to-back years in the playoffs, is it Jalen? It might be. It might be. Yeah, it might be. It might be. Absolutely. Michael Peck, can we play the what if Kawhi was healthy his whole career game? Oh, my God. Hey, come on. Would he have five rings already, I, I would he guess? He would be better than LeBron, in my opinion. He's a I better defend. He be. He's a better defender than LeBron. That's n- no doubt about it. In my opinion, he's not quite as athletic as LeBron, but I think he has got more work hard in him than LeBron has. I would agree. And I think that Kawhi Leonard, unfortunately, is this odd personality who is injury prone, and he's lucky he's got a championship because if he didn't have that championship, I think his career would have been a lot different. And I think that Kawhi has. I think Kawhi has damaged himself irrevocably with this. Well, let me manage my load, bro. Is this the dagger? How'd all that work out, the load management thing? Not good. Because two years in a row, you've had knee injuries now. So, uh, Brad Turner. Yeah, too much pressure or Brunson is better mentally or something. I, I mean, the mental part of the game is what it is because Jalen Brunson's not more talented. There are a few more talented players than Donovan Mitchell. Agreed. But you either put the ball in the hole in a big game or you don't. 
period. And you know what they say, it's a make or miss league. It just is. Yeah. And and it's when you make or miss them that counts even more than that, you know. Yeah. Judo Coro is single-handedly bringing the Cavs back. 31-26, 45 seconds go in the first quarter. Fear the deer. Ruffs might have a point about Don going missing in the playoffs. We can live on uh bubble can't we can live on bubble Don forever. I I'm not saying he doesn't go missing, but you know, I mean the guy the guy is the guy is not absent for Cleveland. He just he had one bad game. Yeah. And they lost that game. And now they're on the the borderline of losing the series. I think the point with Donovan is that he's had more of those he's had more eleven point games than he has fifty point games. And I think that's the issue. Fear the Deer says I'm with Monty on this one. The sex machine is at the peak of his powers. Yeah. That being said, the sex machine has some serious teammates. Well, yeah, but the team, the thing though, James, is that, and I was thinking about this last night. Those shots he were make, he was he was single handedly making Dude. were incredibly difficult. That like, is one of the like, best playoff third quarters I've ever seen. Dude, when he was hitting those threes in the heat check, like, dude, like I, I, I was like, you're not stopping this guy. Like, just feed, dude. Like, just give him the ball and let him go score. And you know what I really appreciate? Kevin Durant doesn't care. Yeah, Kevin Durant facilitated for Devin Booker last night. Yeah, because Kevin wants to win. That's very rare. Uh, Lamont Tucker, Monty, now that the T-Wolves are out, what changes do they need to make? Honestly, I think that they are an immature team and it's hurting Edwards' growth. Well, Ant is a stud. Yeah. I mean, if there's a better player than that, dude, I'd love to understand it. Because um, at his age, he's he, there's no reason he can't be one of the top five players in the league in two years. And I think you got to move on from Rudy or Carl Anthony Sounds. I'd move on from Cat. I mean, it's going to be very difficult to trade Rudy right now. They cannot play together. They cannot play together. And I think Carl Anthony Towns is overrated now. And I know that I have I have always advocated for him, but at some point you have to be better than you've ever been, and he's never going to be better than he was. Agreed. So I, I that's what I would do. And I think Anthony Edwards is a stud. I do. Uh, Boyd Lake, Westbrook helped out the Suns. I thought Russell Westbrook was excellent in this series. And I think everyone kind of agrees with that. He had some moments. Certainly he had some moments. And now that Jake's about to flip on the, you know, the Laker game. Um, <laughs> hint. Uh, I think Russell Westbrook helped help the Clippers more than he helped the Suns. No doubt. Vorlon Angel, 1811. Uh, Staples issued a restraining order against Klyovkov for stealing envelopes in preparation for future pack departures. <laughs> That's what I love about the Pac-12 conversation. You'll just get one guy out of the blue trolling Klyovkov for no reason. Dude. Uh, Andrew Streeter. Uh, Clips got to trade Kawhi and or PG while they still have some kind of value. No? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think you do. They're making too much money now. Yeah. Uh, Gary says Kawhi fraud injury <laughs> Leonard. I don't believe that's what it says on his birth certificate, sir. Well, it does now. After the street clothes, Davis. Brad Turner. Who does everyone have in the Suns Nuggets? I think Suns in seven. I think Suns in five. Oh. No, I'm kidding. Uh, I think Suns in a long series, six or seven. I think it's six because they have Durant. I think Durant gets going in this series. I think he understands he needs to get going if they're going to beat the Nuggets. Like, And Michael Porter Jr. is not scoring 40 points in a quarter again. Yeah, and he's not a big game player, Porter. Jamal Murray is. Mm -hmm. I don't know about Jokic. That's an interesting one. Like, how does – because I think it's Jokic and KD. 
And I think that Aaron Gordon guards um, Mr. No-Catch-The-Ball, DeAndre Ayton. Hmm. Damn, that's interesting. Because I don't know. How do you – I mean, you could match up very clearly with Dad by God on Ayton. Yeah. But why would you do that? Ayton plays small. I don't – Jokic can't defend Kevin Durant, dude. He's not quick enough out there. I would I, – I think – I think yeah. Michael Porter Jr. has to guard Book. Yeah. I think that Jamal Murray guards CP3. I think the question is, how do the bigs match up? And how much pick and roll is going to happen here? A lot. A lot, a lot. I, I think you're trying to get Kevin Durant on Jamal totally Murray agree. as much as totally possible. Agree. As much as possible. Yeah, and, and I, I also think that my guy, Cantavius Caldwell Pope, is going to have to have a massive series. Hey, what do you always say about him? Shoot him to victory. He so shot he the, Lakers the Lakers to a championship. Yeah, right. I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't pretend to be a fan of the Denver Nuggets, but I respect the hell out of that club. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the thing that worries me is that was no pleasure cruise against Minnesota. <laughs> And it really worries you when you look at some of the bench production for Denver. Bruce Brown's the only one that played any real serious minutes off that rack. You don't talk about a guy that misses playing with Kevin Durant. Bruce oh Brown God. was a thing when he was on the Nets. Well, he's a thing on the, on the Nuggets. I just don't know how much of a thing. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know what you do. Because I don't see Cantavius guarding Devin Booker. No. And I think Michael Porter Jr. is a guy that's going to have to do that. I think you're spot on with Porter Jr. on book. And I think the only question is, how does Denver want to defend Kevin Durant? Does Denver see, you know, mm -hmm. does Denver see, uh, God, buddy's name, the other guy that I am. Aaron just, Gordon. Aaron Gordon guarding Kevin Durant. Or do, do they want to do what you were suggesting? Put Aaron Gordon on Aiton and, and get get Jokic out on Kevin Durant. My only concern with Jokic on Durant is the perimeter. I don't think that Jokic can keep up but with Kevin KD. Durant's not fast or quick. Kevin Durant is elusive because you have to respect the three ball. And he's got handles so he can get by you. Can he be quick? Yes. But that Euro move last night, that Euro step last night, mm -hmm. that's why he's impossible to guard. But I don't care if you put my mom on him. Yeah. He's, you're not stopping that Euro step. Right, so I, I I think it's going to take a village, yeah, to defend the Phoenix Suns. Seriously, I mean Porter Jr. is going to spend time on Kevin Durant. Know your role and shut your mouth. I would have to think that you are going to at some point have to play Thomas Bryant in this series. Yep. Um, if you're Denver, that makes a lot of sense to me. But I mean, what what role does Reggie Jackson play in this series? He didn't play at all in the T Wolves series. Did not play at all. He's rested. You know, like, does Ish Smith see any time? Probably not. You know, but you look at some of the guys that have that have played in, in this series, like, I mean, I, I think it's Bruce Brown, and I think it's Jeff Green. Those are the guys that are going to play. I think you got to give Reggie some minutes, though. He is a veteran postseason But that's my player. point. Yeah. Re Reggie Jackson. Yeah. I think Bruce Brown and and Uncle, Uncle Jeffy. Yeah, Uncle Jeffy. <laughs> Off the bench. I think that's who they play because you can't tell me that Christian Braun has a big role in this series. Nah, nah, not at all. But you know that Jamal Murray, Nikola Jokic, and Michael Porter Jr. are playing 40 minutes a night. Yeah, yeah. I don't even, I don't know that Aaron Gordon 
has 40 minutes a night in his body. I think he's like a 35-minute-a-night guy. He's excited about it, though. Yeah. Aaron Wilson gives us a $2 tip to say, Reckham Tech, excited to play BYU. Excellent. TCU is not. <laughs> you know. Yeah. He is, he is not. Yeah. Uh, Greg Hawkins, the resident Utah Ute expert, says, I hope you hang 40 on BYU. <laughs> Aaron Wilson says we may. You, <laughs> you probably will. You probably will. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, Greg Hawkins, how many games do you think BYU wins this, this year? Four. Uh, I watched us put 74 on Nebraska. Okay. And kick a person well, when he's down. I mean, as you guys were. Jet Wayman, the Tau King of Utah. KCP will guard Booker the majority of the time. I think that's going to be difficult because Devin Booker has shown that he can just shoot over KCP. And I think at some point you have to ride or die with what you have. Yep. And I think KCP is a very good defender. He is. There's no doubt about that. But at some point, shooting over dudes is going to get tired for Denver. Yes, it is. And I know that Michael Porter Jr., he is the prop for Michael Porter Jr. is he just not, his footwork is not elite. No, he's not. He's not a great defender. He's got size, and that's why you want him to guard book. But he's not a great defender. And and I think the thing is, is I would say KCP is a more reliable shooter than Michael Porter Jr. The problem is, is he's not nearly as tall. So it's it's a trade off. And I think the real question is for Denver is strategically how are you going to go about this because you know that the Suns are going to look to put Kevin Durant, and Devin Booker in in advantageous matchups. You know, off the pick and roll. So it's like, all right, who do we? How are we going to handle all that? And that's why I think Denver will struggle in this series. I don't see seven games in this series. I think the Suns are more than talented enough if they make shots to dispatch these guys in six. But you know, again, now now I feel like Denver is actually a true matchup. Once Kawhi was done, you were like, all right, the Suns are going to run gotta away. Just got to get through this. Just got to get, get through this. this right? Get your rest. This this Nugget series, I feel like, is the first one where it's like, all right, if you miss shots and you're not your best, they are going to own you, and that's what I'm curious about. Yeah, I don't uh, I don't disagree with that at all. Let's see. Uh, Fear the deer said Philly and the Nugs will be well rested. Well, you're not going to be more well rested than the Suns. So when does that start? Saturday, I think. Mm-hmm. Saturday. I mean, both of them didn't both of them play last night. I think Denver closed that game out last night. I they did, yeah. Right? So you're going to be off Thursday, Friday, and then you play Saturday. Here so we Wednesday, go. Thursday, Friday. And then there's King James. Here we go, Lakers. Do we get a vintage performance out of Braun tonight to eliminate the Grizzlies? Somebody's going to define who they are tonight. And I think it's going to be very interesting to see if that is John Morant. Because I think John Morant has done a lot of damage to himself with this whole hooker booty in my face with a gun. He has. I would agree. And Desmond Bain fell out of bed, and guess what? He hit a jump shot. Because <laughs> that's what that homeboy do. Yep. Desmond Bain can shoot. Yes. Uh, 2 nothing. Memphis opens the uh, scoring. I'm curious to see, and they are already running pick and roll with Jared Vanderbilt. And he throws an alley oop to Braun. Unbelievable. Let's go, baby. Like, and no deep. And, and this is, see, and this is what I am asking about this game. Where the hell has Memphis gone defensively? This was one of the great defensive teams yes. in the NBA. 
Where has Memphis gone defensively? Well, I think, you know, you lose, uh, you lose Kyle Anderson. You lose Brandon Clark, who is a, one of their better defenders. Yeah, that's um, a fact. And I think, you know, you start having to have guys like Tillman on the floor regularly. But are you really telling me that, that Dylan Brooks really had his nuts clipped by LeBron? Yes. Is, is that yes. really how soft he oh, is? I think, I think that's exactly what happened. I think that LeBron, you guys all know the clip going around social media. Bron before what what is this game six I before think this is before game three you know yeah before game three where Bron walks up to Dylan Brooks and talks some smack to him and then proceeds to you know beat him on the final possession going left I think that was the end of Dylan Brooks honestly like you'll see him make some shots here but he's not the same guy yeah and I think you can see already John Morant is trying to end end people I think you can already see it and I'll I'll be curious to see. What's what is John Morant's box score at the end of the first quarter? Because he strikes me as a guy who could easily have 15 points at the end of the first quarter. He's being that aggressive. Yeah. But you'll notice he's not bringing the ball up. No. So this is their third trip, and Desmond Bain's got five points already. Five of the nine, Desmond Bain and it's is in a three and a two. So this is this is why I'm asking: Is, is this going to be another huge game for Desmond Bain? LeBron James from Poughkeepsie shoots an, almost an air ball. And then Austin Reeves gets a turnover. Unbelievable. Unbelievable with this guy. Yeah. Austin Reeves gets a turnover that leads to an Anthony Davis dunk. Mm-hmm. Like those, you cannot replicate those contributions. You, you just can't. I'm telling you. You, you can't. This game's going to be phenomenal. This, this, I'm, ar- I'm aroused. <laughs> Nobody cares. God, this, just like that. Oh. This game is going to be awesome. Amazing. Yeah. If you are not watching this game, the if you are not watching this game, the only thing you should be watching are UFO videos. That's right. All right, let's do it. Non-sports stories of the day presented by our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. Bucked Up. Let's do this thing, yo. Yeah. Bucked Up Energy. We told you earlier, brand new freebies from Bucked Up. Um, you you got to get the hookup. It is the Buckshot from Bucked Up Energy. It is a phenomenal product. It is, if you are somebody that needs, you know, good energy that'll carry you through the day, that's what Buckshots are. Um, they are small, but potent. Little drinks, you, you sip them, you pound it, all day energy that's clean. It helps you be focused, productive. Um, it's stress-free productivity because... The thing that's great is Buckshot Energy gives you calm energy and sharpness mentally so you can get more done because it's, it's clean, long-lasting energy in just that little Buckshot. Get it now. In the description below, there is a link for six free Buckshots. Clip the description below. Just click on it. You put in your address. Boom, done. Six of your choice, any flavors you want. They'll send them right to your front door. It's flipping awesome. Get the buckshot right now at buckedup.com. Use the link in the description. If you want to go to buckedup.com, use the promo code MONTY to get 20% off your purchase uh, at checkout. At buckedup.com, are UFOs real? And let me ask this right. Are UFOs of alien descent real? Alien origin. 
<laughs> are they sticking their beaks into your brain and sucking it out of your cranium? Whoa. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Are they kidnapping hey guys. you? Hey, guys. And look, Shirley MacLaine, who claims she's been kidnapped by Orpheus, the mongrel... I, she didn't say that. She just said she's been kidnapped by aliens. It's the fucking vernal equinox. But I've seen E.T. I know how this shit works. Right, right. But I want to show you this video. Yeah. Because they're saying that this video right here, this is from Colombia. Yeah. This is a pilot in Colombia who caught what they are describing as the greatest UFO sighting ever now on camera this i slowed this video down so you could more easily see what they're looking at here because it goes zooming by full speed you can find the, the regular speed video on social media but it's really interesting Do you buy it? i don't know what that is because it doesn't look like a like a military stealth plane or something it's just as a thing it's moving so fast yeah there are no propellers there are no engines it's just a thing it's just an object zooming past a pilot airplane. Yeah. In Colombia. Yeah. Is it alien? Is it some idiot with a drone? <laughs> I don't know what that is. Yeah, I don't know either. And I think it's really it's it's really interesting. So in the comments, do you are you about UFOs? Are you a UFO person? Yes or no? Like what like what are we doing here? You know? So Mrs. Monty is here for the Utah Grizzlies playoff game. And she is snickering in the background, but she doesn't yeah. have the conness to come on and defend her position. Right, her position, because we don't bet in this town. We have As positions. I egg her on right. to try and get her to come out know, Risa. of the office. Yeah. Why don't you just, there you go. Oh. Hi, Mrs. Monty. Hello. Um, I'm, I'm all in on the alien thing. I am a big believer <laughs> in, I'm a big believer in UFOs. I, I... And again, this is just my opinion. Uh -huh. Like I said, I've seen E.T. Right. So I know it's real. Right. Because E.T. E was all facts. I mean, there was no, you know. E.T. That, that, was, that was a biography. It wasn't fiction, right? No, that was absolutely like that was a documentary. Yeah. That's me. Oh, boy. There she is. There she is. Miss, no idea. Hey, can we get a can we get a shot of that uh, I, low stim bucked up you're rocking right there? Yeah, can, what, what do we got going on here? I can't hear myself at all. Be cool if I could, but you know. Hello. Hello. Is that you? Can you hear us now? I can hear you now. Can Hello. you hear? Is that too loud? No. No. Is that good? It's anything. Good. Anything. No. Now. Now. Yeah, yeah. There. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Hello. All right. There Hello? you go. So there you go, the low stim bucked up. Mrs. Monty, you've seen the video now. Do you believe that UFOs are real? You know what that was? Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> that was, was that an alien talking directly into was the microphone? Was that Waldo? Was that an alien talking directly into the microphone? I think it was. Oh, my God. It was unidentified. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> what? No, it's not real. L listen. Listen, dickhead. I didn't say whatever was in that video was not real. Now, now you listen to Although me. Although we have no proof that it was real. I'm just saying it was unidentified. That's why they call it an unidentified flying oh, object. Shut up. Now, let me guess. If there was a hot blonde with big tits driving that ship, you would have identified it long ago. But it wasn't. <laughs> so you did. You don't care. 
you just want to watch TikToks laying in bed with the video on high. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, yeah. My God. We are here. We are here <laughs> oh my for God. the behind the scenes. So we're laying in bed last night, and, <laughs> and, and Mrs. Monty's like, hey, hey, bro. Bro. Hey, bro, would it be too much to ask? For you just put those potato chips away. Can you do some for me? I don't eat in bed. So, okay, no. so uh, what happened? What happened? She, I was, I was trying to, we were sweet. a topic short. Okay. We're it, a topic short. So usually I use TikTok for two things, golf tips and, and lifestyle topics. Right. Well, and clearly golf tips isn't helping you, so. Damn. <laughs> Damn. She went in. <laughs> wow. I'm Shiva, the god of death. <laughs> Wow. Okay. This is Monty setting the tone here. God. <laughs> like <laughs> We can have a whole other conversation. You haven't even seen me golf. Yeah, you're too fat. You cover up the clubs and the balls. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. Please. You walked right into it. I did. That's true, yeah. actually. That's true. So yeah. I use okay. I use TikTok and Instagram for like lifestyle content on the right. show. Non-sports mm -hmm. stuff. No, non-sports stuff. So I'm like flipping through it, but it's obnoxious and you don't realize it when you're watching it. But I'm just flipping through reels looking for, hey, look at this UFO <laughs> flying by my fucking window. And so I, you it's find everything it. Everything from like our chicken got loose to a golf tip to like some <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> some chick who's like. I changed the way that I put on my makeup. And it's like, geez. I'm so bricked up right now. <laughs> and it's constant. So she got, she finally, she's like, hey, hey, man. Hey, honey, honey, honey. I have breasts. Look over here. Put the phone That's down. That's what fucking takes me to fuck off. Put the, put the, put the phone down. Look at the boobies. Focus. No, like we're seriously, she's like, hey, would it be too much to ask to turn that thing off? I'm like, no, it wouldn't. So I'm, I turned it off, turned everything did. off, put it, it down, and nice. went to sleep and had one of the greatest nights I, of sleep ever. I was just trying to read, and like I'm trying to read the words, and it's like, and I'm like, oh my God, I can't. Fucking A. I but I, I try not to do that in bed. I try to like watch all, I try to find my topics on the couch when I'm head nodding off asleep. Yes, yes, yes. Like I'm yeah. trying to like find, and then like what I try to do is I try to read stories while I'm laying in bed and then we eventually put our Piscock. phones down and go to sleep, right? And last night just was not that night. So now I have to be, I have to be much better about it. Right. Anyway, all this to say, it. do you believe in UFOs? No. I, I mean, I do believe there are unidentified flying Objects we haven't identified yeah. what they are, <laughs> so they're unidentified. So yes, do I think they're alien? Uh, we have no evidence to point that they are. But you have no evidence to point that they're not. Oh my God! Same with fairies. Thor. Whoa! That the proper nomenclature is not fairy. Man. Anyway, um, mm -hmm. what do you mean Thor? What do you mean Thor? We don't have any evidence that Thor isn't real. He's a god. In God's name, image, and likeness. Are you really? Come on now. You you seriously are going with the Thor argument? I don't even go ghosts. No evidence of ghosts either. So. Okay. Mike Phillips says, "Um, headphones. I'm not putting on headphones in bed. I need to have more discipline. You know. But that's just me. 
I don't know. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, um, what are the overwhelming majority of documented UFO sightings worldwide from the United States and why are the from United States and Canada? Yeah, could be. This was in Colombia. Yeah, Colombia. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. Um, And, And if you don't know what we're talking about, here it is again. This is what is purported to be an alien race. Well, they're saying this is vacuum your brains out of your cranium. They're saying that this is some of the best UFO footage ever caught. Ever. No, they're not saying some of. They're saying this is the singularly best UFO footage ever recorded in in the uh, the world. I'd like to know what the standard is for saying it's the singular best. You can see it. Quality? No, you can see the you can see the ship, you can see the shape of it. And in the full speed one. And I tweeted it out. It's on my Twitter feed, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. But haven't there been other videos that would you know, show you the same thing? No, usually it's grainy it's... bullshit. If we're being honest, usually yeah, it's just... Actually, I agree with that. Yeah, it's usually. like, hey, Peter, look at this through a tin of small hole in my <laughs> tinfoil window. But he peeled back the tinfoil on the windows to yeah. catch a bird outside. Yeah, and I was listening to Alex Jones, and all of a sudden I heard a noise, and I went and recorded <laughs> it, and it was fuzzy. My wife claims it's a cardinal. And I'm telling her it's not. Uh, yeah. That's what it usually is. This yeah. is like legit a pilot out his window. And if it's Photoshopped, hey, dude, you ought, you should change careers because you're amazing at Photoshop. Well, we do have deep fakes with AI. So just but saying. Do you really think that's what this is? Do you think this is like an AI I thing? I bet you if you went to an AI generator, you could ask it to create a video yeah. of an a UFO and it would create an astoundingly why are you such a skeptic view. though like you don't believe in I mean because I have, have to never argue had any proof okay but has there been any proof of God oh, well God, you exactly went there. my you went there. point you, I'm just why gonna you say, went there but um yeah there's Every single video that you've seen, it's unidentified because it's unidentified. We don't know what it is. But people like to assume that that means it's alien. Well, Boyd Lake makes a point. He says this is where uh, the most advanced military develops technology. That's why these sightings are mostly here. Could it be a military plane? I would not doubt that some of the things people have recorded as UFOs uh, you know, our actual military. Oh, you think so? Would not doubt it. Okay. I'm not saying that we are creating alien spacecraft. Tanner, <laughs> Tanner Plummer, who's going to be excluded from our next promotion, says, I've seen a lot of UFO footage, and yes, I would say that footage is the best. Mike Maples, UFOs were above Phoenix, but they were never identified. Well, that's why they were. You, never mind. Unidentified. I'm going to be over here. Unidentified flying. You know, because they were unidentified. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Callahan, to be fair, the degree to which things are reportable has been much higher here. That's true. I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that. Miss Science Fair? <laughs> Miss Human Walking Science Fair? What do you say to that? We have the technology to record these things. I think that most developed countries have the technology to record them and i think there's a lot you know i i can't i can't say how many have come out of what countries i'd have to probably look that up online but it it just doesn't fascinate me are you a believer in area 51 well there is an area 51 but do you think think there are dead alien bodies there? i do not again 
Tanner says, no uh, Tanner says, wait, why am I excluded on the next promotion? Okay, see, now he's starting to believe you. Tanner, you stop I was really that glad there, that dude. you that you bought four cases of Miami. Tanner <laughs> did not buy four cases I of Miami. I thought you said he did. No, Ken Williams did. Oh, Ken. Damn. Tan, Tanner, Ken getting crunked on the Miami. Tanner almost died on, on fucked up LFG the other day. I was going to say Jim and Juice. Bro, Tanner, Tanner rolls into the comments section. He's like, my skin is itching from bucked up. <laughs> That's the pre-workout. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I took pre-workout this oh, morning. Oh, God. Here we go. Craig Hawkins. Mrs. Monty is spitting so much sense right now. Thanks, Greg. Mike Maples. Mrs. Monty is spot on. I'm here for a supervisory capacity. Tanner Plummer. Monty. Mrs. M is an atheist. Atheists are naturally skeptical. I am a skeptic. <sighs> Jet Wayman. Yeah. I've seen one firsthand with my brother, 100% sober, LOL, just saying. <laughs> I like that the caveat was 100% sober. <laughs> well, he Damn. says he was. <laughs> LAFB is also in Phoenix. Uh, Something okay. Air Force Base? I don't know what the Air Force oh, Base is. L Lawrence? No. No, what is it? Labi labial. Know. Labial. No. Uh, what? I need a dick. <laughs> <laughs> listening to this Luke segment Air on Force the way Space. over here. Luke Air Force Base. And I was dying laughing. Dude, it was hilarious. Yeah, well, oh, anyways. Know. I'm a believer. I Skunk. think I don't think we're alone in the universe by any way, shape, or form. And if you all think we're alone in the universe... There's just absolutely no evidence. Oh, LeBron again with an incredible We block. are so far away from any solar system that could even sustain... Dude, but you don't know that. Life. You don't know that. We've been studying it for a really long time. But no, well, you haven't been. <laughs> There's the wife head turn right there. Astrologists, uh, astronomers. Who's the black guy? Not What's his name? What's his name? The oh my god, see Grover Cleveland. Oh my god, the 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 astronomer dude, the dude, the black guy. Oh my god, what is his name? You know who I'm talking Neil about. Tyson. Neil deGrasse Tyson. I was just going to let you dangle there. Secret. Yeah, I've heard that. But you do. You tend to let me dangle. Oh, my God. You know. And then who's, you know, like, I don't know. What are you banging Bill Nye, the science guy? And all of a sudden, what, he's no. like giving you all this information. What, no. So you don't believe it in any way, shape or form. I, well, you just don't have any evidence. Is there potentially a, a solar system out there that supports life? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, do we have any documented evidence, evidence that anything has ever visited or been within our solar system? No. I don't. It depends on what you believe. Depends on what you believe. I don't necessarily believe that we have had. I don't think aliens are coming to vacuum brains out of craniums. Like, I, I don't think that's happening. I don't think. What was that movie that Lopsy Chan was in? That like the word they they went and fought the arachnids and stuff. Oh, what are you talking oh, about? You know, man? like uh, space, everyone, nobody quits. Uh, everyone fights. It. You know, space force. A, no, no. Oh, it was so cheesy too. Where like they had to kill the big ants and stuff. And, it was like that big giant blob. It had yes, um, the brain and it had the Doogie Howser uh, yes. mf'er. Oh my gosh! Right, like I mean that that like that's not true. That's not true. There are not arachnid planets waiting to eat us in half. Right. It's not, it's not Starship Troopers. Thank you. Starship Troopers. So bad. Right? Like, yeah. I just don't, I don't think that's what it looks like. 
but is this shit we're looking at with the the in Colombia where it's like some superhuman thing <laughs> flying by a fucking window? Yeah, I think that could be an alien. I think that could be an alien. Yet we've never detected anything that's breaking into our atmosphere other than meteorites. Okay, this is not a meteorite. That thing so moves on a line. how did it get in here? Well, it's got a... a well, I think that's part of the allure of the alien angle, though. Like, I, It's not a, a meteorite. Lot, I think a lot Stop. of people are like, hey, well, like, you're right. We can't explain it, but doesn't isn't that... Like, that's sort of the premise I think people go but with people with aliens. like to jump... That's yeah. jumping to a conclusion that has no relation to it. Yeah, I... I... Anyways... I don't know. I look at this thing and I th I think it's legit. I think it's really fascinating. I mean, I would agree with that. All yeah. right, can we before we get out of here? Can we talk about Lululemon, please? Oh, oh boy! My now that we're oh, now that boy. we're done talking about aliens, right? Yeah. yeah. Who's paying that much for pants? Did you guys see the profit margin on Lululemon? I'm it's sure it's ungodly. Lululemon is, they're not making money. They're printing money. Like, oh, yeah. Absolutely. Lulu, like how much would you spend at Lulu? Well, I recently found out that they resell, like, it's like either gently used or like new. And that's how much I would pay, about $65. I would never pay the full price again. I have bought a couple of things at full price. And I would never pay full price again. Mm. Ever. So you, would, you just won't, there's mm -hmm. no chance you'll ever do that. I was there on Sunday and I looked at everything and I pulled up the resale site and I was like, oh, good. They have them in my size. Well, and now they make okay. like men, they make like men's clothing now at Lulu. They do. Like, and see, part of it is, part of it is, is that I just I, I, that's it. Lulu seems like so much money. It is. It's like there's just no there's just no way that you can and <coughs> look they're they're making hundreds of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. Because it's got a little horseshoe logo on. Same thing with Nike. Come on. Well, now the clothes let's, let's, that Nike makes. Let's not get carried away. Percent are like the ugliest stuff I've ever seen, and you're like, oh my god, that's a three hundred dollars shirt. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Why would I, but, you wear that? But again, all I wear is Nike workout clothes and some Reebok, but like Nike yoga pants. Yeah, but thirty five like, bucks. Yeah, but like basic, you know, exercise clothes. Yeah, for Nike, Nike definitely but. is guilty of having some stuff that's way overpriced. Yeah, yeah but, but it's usually ugly and furry yeah, and like, like but, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's puffer jackets. Yeah. People want name, you yeah. know. I would agree. By the way, the uh, Memphis Grizzlies have ballooned their lead now to 11, 35, 24 with one minute to go in the first quarter. We'll keep you up to date on that game. A 7-0 run in the last 60 seconds uh, has pumped up that lead. Um, I I don't know. I think. And the thing I want to talk about real quick before we get out of here is like the vanity plate of because I'm this guy. I want PXG golf clubs. I I am all about Air Jordan shoes. Like it, it how is I don't I, is the wording bad? Is it bad? <coughs> I don't think it's bad, but I don't know why that particular Lululemon story about how profitable they are stuck in my craw. Because like Jordans are super comfortable and they're a fashion statement. Is that from a woman? Is that what Lululemon is? Yeah, I would say it's pretty equivalent. What about like, what's the other store you shop at? The Athleta. 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 Yeah. Are you like Athleta's cheaper? It's cheaper. It's a gap product. It's the rival to Lululemon for gap, oh. but a gap product. Bro. 
Bro. You guys want to hear some craziness? Uh, Minnesota's fucked. Anthony Edwards cited for assault after allegedly swinging a folding chair that struck two employees after the game That's five That's not loss. what happened. That's not what happened. He's running off the floor, and he there was a chair in front of him. Oh. He, as he's running, picks the chair up, and he sort of like gently tosses it against the wall. And it happened to hit, hit I think, the leg of a police officer, If and the police officer is suing him. Hey, oi. Well, now he's been charged with assault, though. I'm sure. So this is not nothing. Mm-hmm. This is crazy. This is crazy. And, oh, by the way, Julius Randle left that Knicks game with an ankle injury. So It's not ideal. Yeah, tomorrow's show is going to be bananas. By the way, the Knicks are up 61-51 at the half in that game. Anyway. Here's the Anthony Edwards thing. Like, he's just running off the oh, floor and flips you his chair. Oh, you can't do that. You, it, you, you, you can't do that. Is he, it assault, though? Yeah, he threw Assault's it up in the air. a little strong, dude. He, but by the letter of the law, it's assault. Yeah, well... Mm. It's assault. Mm-hmm. All right, there you go. Um, love you guys. Good to see you. Mrs. Monty, appreciate you being here. Are you going to admit UFOs are real before we leave? They are unidentified. They're real. They might be real things that are unidentified, but it doesn't mean they're alien. I tried. <laughs> I tried. The Monty Show presented by our good friends at The Advocates. Epicits.com. Say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.